This is a live presentation of the Thai Cats Audio Network. Are you ready? Thai Cats football is on the air. Touchdown, Tiger Cats! Caught it! It's a touchdown! Number 17, Luke Tasker, what a catch! Now the voice of the Tiger Cats. Here is RJ Broadhead with analyst Luke Tasker. Great to have you with us. Tiger Cats, Argonauts from BMO Field. There's a heat warning. It's 27 degrees. Feels like about 37 degrees. The wind gusting up to 23 kilometers per hour, so it is hot. It is humid, and the rivalry between the Argos and Tiger Cats is going to get as heated as it has ever been. They play each other for the next five games And, Luke, that is going to go a long way in the East Division standings if one of these teams can have a lot of success over the four games head-to-head. Oh, yeah, this is where the playoff picture is going to potentially become, I don't want to say solidified, but very clear. After this this stretch of the next five games, uh, the playoffs are going to start taking shape really clearly. And so it starts tonight. BMO Field, very hot and muggy out there. I love playing at BMO Field. This is going to be an exciting start, and we've got some a lot of names to mention throughout the night here. Yes, we do. Of course, Brandon Banks, Jagarad Davis, a couple of former Tiger Cats, beloved Tiger Cats, now not that quite as beloved this season as they're members of the Argonauts. We'll see how involved they are, but it has been pretty interesting conversations we've had before games, Luke. It went when the team was 0-4, then... One and five. We had the old must-win chat last week. The Tiger Cats got that victory. They've got a little help in the standings, and all of a sudden, Tiger Cats could be in first place in the East Division with a victory tonight. They'd be tied with three victories with the Argonauts, but would have the early tiebreaker, maybe a tad early to be talking tiebreakers, but first place, did you think when we were talking about an 0-4, 1-5 Tiger Cats team that a couple of weeks later we'd be talking about first place? <laughs> well, we kind of we did think we might be because the rest of the East was so was so in such a struggle fest as well. And so th- here it is. Here's the Ticats' chance to kind of make it all right after what was such a just such a rocky first start of, start of the uh, season there. And yeah, it was Ottawa's first win against Toronto last week you know, that really set this up for Hamilton to establish themselves potentially in first. And, and now they've got the chance here with uh, with uh, Ottawa capturing last week's win against the Argos and uh, and a great opportunity to uh, establish first year. It's exciting. Eighth game of the season and a lot on the line already. Tiger Cats visiting the Argonauts kickoff is coming up. You're listening to the Cats Audio Network. Great to have you with us, R.J. Bryant, with Luke Tasker. We just heard from Braylon Addison. He has been such a crucial weapon for the Tiger Cats offense. Speaking with Louis Butko this week, Tommy Condell called it controlled chaos. The offense, all kinds of different formations and variations. It has to be tough to defend against, against this Tiger Cats offense. Here's the coin toss. The referee tonight is Andre Pru. Let's see if we can listen in. For the coin toss, the CFL logo will be ads, and the team logo will be tails. Hamilton, your choice. Ads has been called. 
We've got a head. You want a deferred. You want the football. Which way? Toronto will receive. Have a great game, gentlemen. So the Argonauts will receive. Dylan Wynn made the call, and he was correct with his coin toss. So it's a good start for the Tiger Cats. They'll be in their white tops and black pants. First time this season that they've worn that combination. And the Argonauts, of course, in their double blue. And Tiger Cats defense will get an opportunity to begin the game. And I'm a big fan of this Tiger Cats defense. I think it's a pretty good situation for for Hamilton after the coin toss, what do you think? Oh yeah, the uh, great opportunity for the for the Ticats defense to start the game off, and they have been playing just great. They're, the first half of last week's game against Montreal at Tim Hortons Field was one of the best defensive halves I think that you and I have seen yes. together, RJ. They were just unbelievable, and in very difficult situations. I mean, they were backed up into their own end uh, so frequently and, and held Montreal to very few points. Interestingly, the team that's that's receiving the ball to start the games is more often losing than, yeah. <laughs> than winning, which which who knows how, how correlated that is, but it is an interesting uh, stat point, at least for me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Absolutely it is. You'd think you get the ball early, maybe you score and things go your way, but so many games have gone right down to the wire. Another True. odd stat is, including the games this week, the home teams have 16 victories, the road teams have 17 victory so the road teams have won more than the home teams this season which is Tiger Cats with the road team and and in favor of that trend the Ticats everyone you ask anybody about BMO Field and the Ticat facility and it's like oh it's our second home home stadium so yeah. you know that that's sort of uh, sort of another another chance for that stat to, to, con to continue to get sort of strange I suppose if the Ticats are able to pull out the win at BMO and boy they you can see the red and black. You know they've yes. got their corners filled up in the stadiums, and a lot of uh, great, uh, a great fanship traveling down the QEW and are there for tonight's hot game. And I loved on the field there when you run run out of that tunnel. It's actually a very comfortable uh, environment at the BMO for the players. It's a nice uh, away locker room. You got space in there. Every now and again, you know. Montreal, you're in the dungeon of the weight locker room. So, you <laughs> That's know, how it's supposed to be for the visiting exactly, team. Exactly. You know, like they paint it pink and stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, BMO's very nice, and you walk out in there, and you're just surrounded by nothing but Hamilton fans. They're all crowded in that little corner there, and it was always a great uh, a great environment uh, to play in. Just love that field and that stadium. You're right, Luke. There is a lot of black and gold at BMO Field, and credit to those fans making the trip. There's uh, a lot going on in the exhibition area in downtown Toronto. Lady Gaga is playing later. Drake's OVO festival's going on. So get down there, showing their support. It's, it's very impressive. And the Tiger Cats are about set, coming off a victory against the Montreal Alouettes. Tiger Cats 2-0 against the East Division. All their losses have come against the West. And the kickoff is picked up at the own five-yard line for the Argos and able to bring it ahead. Again, good job by the special teams to limit the return for the Argonauts. And the Argonauts offense comes on the field with McLeod Bethel Thompson. Yeah, that was actually really great coverage. I mean, stopped well below, well before their 30. The Argos have an average start of third at the 34-yard line on the season, and that's one thing to focus on today, RJ, is the Hamilton special teams unit, who has had a really, really great season 
with kind of the exception of last week versus Montreal. They really kind of got beat in many categories in the kicking game last week. And so to see that coverage unit start the game off with, with a, really a great rundown and cover, uh, that's exactly what Craig Butler and his unit have been looking for and prepping for this week. Sean Thomas Erlington is down on the field. And he's getting looked at. Orlando Steinauer looks like he's coming out on the field as well. He's actually just at midfield right now. Sean Thomas Erlington is down just inside the 30-yard line. Yeah, you hope he's not, he's not moving around very much, and they're checking him out and making sure that he stays still there. And, boy, you just hope that something like this is not, is not uh, very serious. So no movement at the moment from Sean Thomas Erlington. His head is being supported. And they're looking around his neck area. Coach O is out there now in a squatting position, just trying to understand what the injury is. Okay, there's some movement from Sean Thomas Erlington. He moved his right arm. And he, you can see them talking to him up in his face mask, you know. I, it, it, yes. So he was face down, and he's rolled over to his back. He's moved his hands and his legs. There was a while with out much movement so this is definitely good news that Sean Thomas Erlington is moving under his own power and he was in the middle of being blocked and then kind of was run into and he didn't see it coming yeah kind of just got sidewinded there and that's a classic like you know stinger shots you know shocks down your neck and your shoulders and just got sort of uh when you get that contact at the moment when you're not expecting it. That's always a, a classic time to, for, to sustain an injury. So Sean Thomas Erlington is rolled over onto his back now. He's still being looked at. Coach O is still out there. Quite a few Tiger Cats are in the vicinity. Most on one knee. Helmets off. And Sean Thomas Erlington is now in a sitting position. And he is coherent as the Trainers talk to him. So this is all happened on the opening kickoff of the game. Curly Gittens Jr. returned it. And the Argos offense is on the field for the first possession of the game. So just six seconds in, it's an injury to Sean Thomas Erlington. Again, he was part of the coverage team for the Tiger Cats. He was being blocked and then actually... Grant McDonald didn't see Sean Thomas Erlington and STE didn't see him and it was inadvertent contact that rocked Sean Thomas Erlington a little bit but he is talking to his teammates and he's walking off under his own powers. So that's terrific news. And he's almost to the sideline under his own power. That's the big key. So Sean Thomas Erlington will be okay. We'll keep an eye out if he will return to the game. Simone Lawrence, he's back in the fold for the Tiger Cats. On offense, we saw the impact Cariel Brooks had when he returned last week against Montreal and Simone Lawrence. Boy, it would have been tough to keep him out of the lineup for a game against the Argos. Yeah, I agree. He's ready to go and, and looks, looks healthy, looks mean out there. 
So the Argos begin this drive from their own 26-yard line. The shadows are long at BMO Field on a very warm night, and the handoff goes to Andrew Harris. The Tiger Cats defense so good against the run, and they were able to limit Harris to just a couple of yards on the opening carry of the game. Dylan Wynn right in there on the tackle, the former Argonaut, and uh, stops that for a very short gain. Flying in at the last second was 21. Simone Lawrence <laughs> getting a getting a, a last effort uh, assist on that tackle and you know getting his, getting his face in it early on. <laughs> you got to get yourself back in. Yeah, he's missed a couple of games. He's got to get back up into the tackles lead. So it's second and eight here for the Argos. McLeod, Bethel, Thompson, back to pass and almost picked off by Ciante Evans. It's a knockdown. It's incomplete and the Argonauts are two and out. The Tiger Cats, the best defense in forcing two and outs. Markeith Ambles, the intended receiver, and RJ Ciante Evans would still be running. I mean, that oh, was yeah. that was a great opportunity to bust one early, but all the all all the still great to and out to start the game. So the defense, they were on the field first, did their job. Josh Haggerty, his punt, waiting for it is Lawrence Woods. He was a game time decision. Picks it up in his own 30s, past the 40, past the 45. And finally brought down right at the numbers on that far sideline and Dane Evans. And the Tiger Cats offense will get their first crack at the rivalry tonight. This is a great example so far of complimentary football. You've got an excellent kickoff, kickoff coverage, a two and out by the defense, and now your offense gets their first chance at the 46-yard line. I mean, this is, this is a great start to the game here. Well, let's see what this Tiger Cats offense there's four receivers behind Dane Evans right now. Now three of them go up to the line, and Don Jackson will stay in the block, and Dane Evans is going deep right away. First pass of the game, and it's just out of the reach of Mike Jones. Wouldn't that have been a return to the Tiger Cats for Mike Jones if that had have connected? The pass was just a little long and went yeah, incomplete. Great speed by a national receiver, and he's been in Hamilton for three days. Of course, he was here for a few years before his trip out west, but man, oh, it was a greatly, it was a really well-timed dive by Mike Jones. He gave it everything he had to get a chance in there and just a touch too long by Dane. And he had beaten Tavares McFadden too. He was open back there. Yeah. So Tiger Cats going for it early. Instead, it's second and 10. Tiger Cats on their own 46. They're loading up the boundary side. That's the right side, and that's where Dane Evans is looking, and he completes the pass to Braylon Addison, who used his balance to stay inbounds and gets the first down. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. How about that? Air the ball up on first down, first play of your offensive game for a huge deep shot, and right away go back to it for a 17-yard pass to Braylon Addison on his sail route and just excellent skill by Braylon. One foot in, keeps his toes down, no, no, uh, you know, no doubt about it. Makes it very clear for the refs and on they go. Just great concentration from Braylon Addison. He's in the mix early in this game. Dane Evans, fresh set of downs. He'll dump it off this time to Braylon Addison. He's got a lot of green ahead of him. He's across the 25-yard line, finally pushed out of bounds by the Argonauts, but it's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Perfect timing for that screenplay by Tommy Condell. A couple nice pass plays down the field and get it right back to Braylon, to Dane Evans' right, and there was a huge void in the Toronto rush there. Braylon Addison, a factor early, had plenty of blocking ahead of him. 
Dane Evans from the Toronto 25. Pump fake now throwing for the end zone. And it's out the back of the end zone. Lamar Durant, who another newcomer, second game with the Tiger Cats, wasn't targeted against Montreal this time. It was just a little too far for him and went out the back of the end zone. Yeah, good strong rush there from the Argos and Dane Evans kept his eyes downfield only for a moment before he had to slip out to his left and kind of kind of a, a low risk just kind of threw the ball away almost almost more so than yeah. giving Durant a real opportunity to make the catch just not enough time there so second and 10 from the Toronto 25 yard line sign in the face of the Tiger Cats Dane Evans throws off to the right it's complete to Don Jackson won't be enough for the first down but he got about five yards right near the 20 yard line and we should see Seth Small come on the field for the Tiger Cats trying to get the first points of the game Tiger Cats have scored first twice this season home game is against Calgary and Edmonton and they didn't win either of those games so this will be a fairly short field goal for Seth Small. A 28-yard attempt. And he's four for five in the regular season for the Tiger Cats. And no problem for Seth Small. He is good on the field goal. And it is an early 3-0 lead for the Tiger Cats. So Tiger Cats get points on their first possession and lead against the Argos 3-0 early on. You're listening to the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats visiting BMO Field for the first time this season and very early on, less than four minutes into the game, the Tiger Cats on their first possession march it downfield and get a 28-yard field goal from Seth Small and lead three to nothing. Argos, second possession of the game. It's play action and passed over to Mark Keith Ambles off to the left. It's just about a four or five yard gain. The defense got to Ambles quite quickly. Yeah, Cam Kelly sprinting down with excellent speed from his Sam position and uh, limiting that to a five yard gain. But great, great first drive by the Hamilton offense. Moving the ball down the field, a lot of successful pass plays and then to put three points on the board early. Braylon Addison, 39 yards receiving on that opening drive for the Tiger Cats. McLeod Bethel Thompson in the shotgun. It's second and five. Throws to his right. It is complete to Cam Phillips. And he celebrates with an indication that he's got a first down. And he does as the Argonauts are on the Hamilton side of the field. Yeah, really nice completion. That's He was the number three receiver to McLeod Bethel Thompson's right. That little five-yard Oscar route, and he gave it a little shake at the top, and that's on Cam Kelly, who's, don't get me wrong, very good in coverage for a Sam yes. linebacker, but still, that's a good that's a good matchup on a Sam for that inside receiver. Cam Kelly leads the Tiger Cats with three interceptions. Argonauts on the Hamilton 52-yard line. Fresh set of downs. Here's a handoff, and again, not a lot there. Julian Hauser, Jovan Santos, Knox, Mason Bennett, all there to limit the gain for Andrew Harris, who, by the way, just had 17 yards rushing last week against Ottawa. Yeah, and, and it's kind of been a point of conversation this week. And uh, Toronto, like Hamilton, they, they, they both found have had trouble establishing their run games uh, this year. But when Harris is on, you know, he's a, he's a legitimate threat to any CFL defense. Good job, good stop there by the Hamilton uh, 
front four. Two carries so far tonight for Andrew Harris, five yards. So the defense gets to McLeod, Bethel Thompson, and Cam Kelly. He's good in coverage, and he's good at getting after the quarterback. He was right there with Dylan Wynn, and they sack McLeod Bethel Thompson. This sack train keeps rolling for the Tiger Cats. Man, they have picked it up. In the last three yeah. weeks, they've all of a sudden just started to find their way to the quarterback when that was a whole issue you know for the first half of this of this early season and now they are all over the place there was three Simone Lawrence is in there too all three of them together <laughs> no chance for Bethel Thompson to escape that and it's a punt it's a low punt bit of a shank and it'll go out of bounds at about the 25 yard line so we will sort that out should be pretty good field position for the Tiger Cats when we come back it's three nothing Tiger Cats lead the Argos from BMO Field. You're listening to the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Back at BMO Field, RJ Brighthead, Luke Tasker, Tiger Cats, second possession on offense. They got a field goal first time out. Should update you on Sean Thomas Erlington. He is on the sidelines, looks to be fine, so that's great news. If you're just tuning in, he was injured on the opening kickoff. Here's a handoff to Don Jackson. First handoff of the game, he goes straight ahead. And he's able to get a gain of seven, so a good first touch for Don Jackson on a handoff. Yeah, very good. And that was a five-man rush. There was a lot of guys up up close for the Toronto defense, and Don Jackson, five yards, you can deal with that on first down in the run game. That's a good game. Don Jackson has already caught a pass for five yards. Midway through the opening quarter, Dane Evans. Empty backfield, back in the shotgun, he's under pressure, gets away from Chris Edwards, the rolls to his right, completes the pass to Mike Jones, who was stationed right at the sideline, and that is a first down, presented by Active Green and Ross, the Tiger Cats keep it rolling. You know, that is good to see, Mike Jones. I feel like I had a part in teaching Mike Jones how to do that. <laughs> he he did a really good job of bursting. The, the play broke down, and he burst upfield and then ran the comeback and started coming back towards Dane Evans. It's really smart play and, and great uh, great uh, holding on to the ball on a tight sideline there. I'm sure he would give you credit, Luke. <laughs> now up to the 41. Dane Evans gets it in his hands. It's a quick pass as he slings it off to the left. It's complete oh, to Matthew <laughs> Schiltz. The quarterback, and it's a big gain into Argos territory inside the 50. You just don't know what you're going to see from the Tiger Cats offense. Yeah, Alana Steinhauer said he's kind of sneaky athletic. Like, people don't give enough credit for his lead. Oh, he's breaking tackles. <laughs> his hair was behind him like a cape. He looks like a superhero <laughs> out there. It was awesome, man. And, and Mike Jones on a great block again. That was a really well executed wide receiver screen. To 20 the yards. <laughs> All yards after the catch. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. And Dane Evans rolls to his right, bought himself some time, wanted to go deep. Takes a couple of steps forward. Now throws fairly deep. It was underthrown. And was that Jagera Davis back in coverage who actually had a chance to pick that off? It was underthrown. And that would have been salt in the wounds if the former tie catcher Garrett Davis had caught that. It was it was pretty much a trick play. I mean, they kind of they set up just a, a moving pocket to the right. Don Jackson took him, taking a play action handoff to the left and tried to sneak into that wheel route position, but great job by Ja'Garrett Davis. I, I've seen him catch harder passes than that. That could have been an interception. Yeah, he maybe jumped and didn't need to. Second and 10, 
Hamilton on the Argos 49 trying to keep this offense on the field. It's Mike Jones again, and he's very close to a first down inside the 40-yard line. And they are moving the sticks, so it is a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Yeah, that was a little, a little risky there by Jones. He, he made a move when I was expecting him to, to just kind of get his shoulder pads down and fall forward to, to secure the first, but they, they didn't seem to question it. He must have known, you know, he's a good first down. He had the yardage necessary. Two and outs. They were a problem for the Tiger Cats early on in the season. So far, none tonight. They scored a field goal in their opening drive. This is the second drive for the Tiger Cats, and it's on the ground. It's a handoff to Braylon Addison, and he had trouble getting back to the line of scrimmage. The Argos were ready for that one. Yeah, all, all seven guys stayed right up in the box and, and came up to stop that run there. Uh, yeah, That's tough. That's a good defensive stop at, at, at a crucial field position for the Argos as the Ticats just crossed their 40-yard line, and this will be a big sec second and nine right here for Hamilton. Just over five minutes to go in the opening quarter. Tiger Cats lead the Argonauts 3-0. Seth Small hit a 28-yard field goal. Another big second down for the Cats. Second and nine from the Argos 38-yard line. Empty backfield for Dane Evans. Takes a step forward, completes the pass. Off to the right, Braylon Addison makes a nice move. Cuts to the inside and has the first down and a little bit more. Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. There is a Tiger Cat down, though, and is that Braylon Addison? It is, and he's holding his ankle. Oh, boy. It looked a little awkward when he jump cut. He made a jump cut and actually did break the tackle. He, he made the made that defender miss to secure the first down. It just he's, he's just great with that. And you can see you can see him go down in what looks a little funny to be honest. It's the kind of reaction somebody has to an Achilles, but the but you know hopefully it's not anything like that. The uh, just such a great little little flat route there by Braylon and just like in his true form he, he's Needs five for the first and it's not going to be denied. Makes it happen to get up to move the sticks. Braylon Addison got the first down. He's still on the field. We will be back. Tiger Cats are leading the Argonauts 3 0. You're listening to the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Welcome back. Tiger Cats leading the Argonauts 3 0. But Braylon Addison is still on the field. He made a great catch. He's been so involved in the offense. Three receptions, 52 yards. He's also had a handoff with, for a yard, but he's been on his right side and has not moved much. Again, Orlando Steinauer out on the field. An early injury on the opening kickoff to Sean Thomas Erlington. The good news is STE seems to be fine. He's on the sideline. Braylon Addison, this doesn't look as promising. We can't diagnose the injury, but it's down in that ankle calf area, and he grabbed that leg immediately. Yeah, again, and he got <clears throat> Toronto players on their knee, and you know that, I mean, this he, Braylon Addison is a well-respected player across yes. the league. And not to say that these guys wouldn't take a knee for any player who's, who's you know, at risk on the field, but Braylon Addison is a... He, he, he's a pro. He's a really, really talented player, and he means everything to, to the team that he plays for. And, boy, it's twice you have to see the Ticat training staff go out there and, and do some serious diagnosing on the field live. And, and it's just a, it's a really unfortunate part of the sport. And you're kind of, party is kind of thankful for lower body injuries and nothing to do with head and neck, you know. And, and, and you know, but still, this is, this is obviously not a, 
you know, not a simple uh, injury that they're dealing with. Orlando Steinauer out there uh, in concern for both of his guys. And if, uh, assuming Braylon Addison is probably going to miss some time here. Yeah. In this game, you've got, well, Keandre Smith is going to come in the game. The only backup receiver dressed. That's right. And then pretty much next you've got, uh, well, Sean Thomas Erlington would probably be a guy that they would use to fill in there if you if you still need to go f five if receiver 100%. set. If exactly because he was the first guy to go down. Yeah. And then you know who the next guy is, RJ. Got to be the quarterback. It's Matt Schultz. <laughs> and I know that's great, but he he's athletic enough to do it. But boy, things get a little things can get a little weird on a football field when injuries happen to the wrong uh, department. Schultz does have a reception tonight for 20 yards. That was all yards after the catch. And Braylon Addison, he was on his right side. Now he is on his back. Talked to him during training camp. He switched his number from 86 to zero. And always so positive to talk to. And he was in such great shape coming into camp in the season. And he said one of the reasons he switched numbers was in college he, he got hurt. So he wanted to change now, and he changed numbers, and, and everything was fine. So he was hoping he, he had some injuries last year, and he was hoping for a healthy year. And this is an unfortunate injury. The golf cart has come on the field. So we can only hope that Braylon Addison is going to be okay. It appears to be his right leg. He's not putting any weight on it. Nice ovation from the crowd as Braylon Addison is standing, hopping toward the golf cart as teammates come over. Yeah, the whole offense is out there around the golf cart. The, the, the Argos defense is running out to the golf cart to, to give a, a tap on the shoulder pads and on the head, and Braylon's clearly upset. Yeah. Equipment manager Justin on, on the cart with him with his arm around him, and it's not not easy to watch man that is it is real real adversity i can attest to that when 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 you're ready to do to be great and an unforeseen injury says you know prevents you from 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 doing that so we can only hope that we have good news in the coming week yes uh, for, for braylon addison braylon addison is a star player garners a lot of attention from the opposition's defense on cfl this week a couple of weeks ago with bubba o'neill he asked us who we thought the best receiver in the CFL was, and I gave a little love to Braylon Addison because he just does so many things. He's a running back on some downs. He's a receiver. He makes things happen with yards after the catch. And he's now being taken to the locker room on a golf cart after an amazing play where he was cutting and twisting to get that first down, which he did do got the ball down to the Toronto 25-yard line. So the Tiger Cats, without Braylon Addison now, first and 10, and it's a handoff straight up the middle. Don Jackson's broken this through the middle. He's inside the 10. It's a big run for Don Jackson. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross. First down, and it'll be first and goal. Coming off that Braylon Addison first down there. I mean, what a way to leave the field after moving the ball like that. And starting to establish the run. Tiger Cats try another run play to Don Jackson. He can't get to the end zone. Maybe got a yard. 
Really great push there. That was Don Jackson's longest run of the season right there, RJ. Previous to this today, it was, 11, it was an 11 yard carry. And he, he's passed 100 yards on the season now for an offense that has, uh, you know, struggled to have an, have an effective run game and, and uh, stop there on that first down, but second and nine here and a chance to solidify their lead. Tiger Cats going from right to left. Sean Thomas Erlington is in the game, and he is lined up in the slot. They're going to whistle the play dead. It's a time count, time count violation. Boy, that was oh, quick. But the Tiger Cats did get the, the timeout called, so Coach O saw that happening. Boy, he's alert on the sidelines. His challenges, getting that timeout in there. That was a really quick play clock, no? I mean, they were they it, were rolling, but... It seemed quick. The, the CFL games have been short as, shorter than ever this year, they say. <laughs> so maybe, boy, they're setting the ball and keeping it rolling here. You get 10 seconds this time to snap the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so 3-0 Tiger Cats. Second and goal from the Toronto 9-yard line. Shadows almost engulfing the field. Dane Evans, back to pass. Completes it, it to Don Jackson. It's a touchdown for the Tiger Cats. Don Jackson, a little break dancing afterwards. <laughs> what a great play. Awesome job by Dane Evans. He escaped to his left, but then set his feet and threw it back right at, really towards the goal post where Don Jackson was right in front of what was the line of scrimmage and kind of posted up there. Just a great reception for a running back and a great score for Don Jackson. Don Jackson has touchdowns in back-to-back -back games, and that nine-yard pass to Don Jackson for the touchdown was driven by Enterprise Radicar. Two pretty good possessions for the Tiger Cats offense. Very good. Seth Small coming on for the convert. And it is good. Just inside that left upright, but it is a wonderful start for the Tiger Cats. Two possessions on offense, two scores, 10-0. Tiger Cats lead the Argonauts. We'll be back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Mike Morali, Rob Hitchcock pledged this week to take their podcast on the road. If the Tiger Cats get a win streak together, now there were some conditions. Morali and Hitch, new episodes coming, and find past ones on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Might have to hold them to it. Tiger Cats, a 10-0 lead. That drive. Took 10 plays, 87 yards, and five minutes and 28 seconds. So under three minutes to go in the opening quarter. It's been a great opening quarter for the Tiger Cats. And by the way, for the Argos, they have not scored a touchdown in the first quarter this season. In fact, they just scored 10 points. So they have been getting off to slow starts. Curly Gittins Jr. picks it up at his own five, gradually jogs to the middle of the field before he picks up speed as he cuts it up the middle and will get right around the 30-yard line of the Argonauts. Another really great job in coverage by the Ticats uh, uh, kickoff unit in the 30-yard line. That's a good that's a good uh, opponent start, start uh, starting average there if they can hold them to that kind of uh, return each time. Boy, last year Argos at home, they were almost unbeatable. They really had the Tiger Cats number last season too until the game that mattered most, the East Final. McLeod Bethel Thompson passes to the left and it was tipped. Might have been Richard Leonard down there who got a tip on it and the ball goes incomplete. You're right. He was low in the box kind of adding into the blitz there and really great timely hand in the air and uh, forcing this second and ten. We have not seen 
Speedy B out there yet, huh? We're waiting, waiting for that uh, arrival. Yeah. I, I thought he'd be heavily involved, kind of like Ottawa did with Jalen Anklin on the opening drive. Got a touchdown against the Tiger Cats, but nothing from Speedy B. He is out there now. It's second and ten. Toronto on their own 30. McLeod Bethel Thompson just got rid of that football. It was Cam Kelly in his face again. Mm. Took him down and. It goes incomplete. That was just getting rid of it to prevent the sack. And we're hearing some boos as the Argos offense is two and out again. Yeah, wow. I mean, zero yards gained on the drive. And that front seven for the tie cap. I mean, we haven't even been able to evaluate the defensive secondary yet. Yeah. That front seven's been all over the place. Yeah, Cam Kelly, Richard Leonard, they were the two stars on that defensive series. Haggerty to punt again. This one a little bit better. It'll send Lawrence Woods back. Takes it just inside his 30, right at the numbers. He's forced over to the sideline and then really didn't have much room to work after that. Got close to the 35-yard line for the Tiger Cats. So a couple of great first-quarter drives for the Tiger Cats. They'll try to make it. Three. There's a minute 50 to go in the opening quarter. They lead the Argos 10-0. They've scored on both their drives so far. Dane Evans has Don Jackson lined up right behind him. Don Jackson has rushed for 22 yards. He has 14 yards receiving and a touchdown. Dane Evans is passing. Throws over the middle. It is complete to Stephen Dunbar Jr. who's very close to midfield. It is an 18-yard reception. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. So you see Jesse Gibbon, the sixth offensive lineman, was just in the game. So Braylon Addison's out, and you're going to kind of kind of piece together some of a diff some different parts of your offensive game plan. And that was a four so four receivers out there. Beautiful crossing route, deep crossing route there by Stephen Dunbar Jr. And now Gibbon comes off, and Jake Burt, that fullback tight end body, comes in. So they're going to kind of we're going to kind of experiment away from the five receiver package and, and use some of those other bigger body packages in there, which doesn't necessarily mean run, obviously. You know, you can you can add those bodies in and just have a tighter protection with less receivers running your concepts downfield. Shaq Richardson, number one for the Argos, the halfback, left the field under his own power. He was banged up. Stephen Dunbar had 102 yards receiving last week against Montreal. Second time a Ticats receiver has had 100 yards receiving the game. This is dumped off to Don Jackson, and he is into Argos territory, very close to a first down. It is a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. Tiger Cats keep it rolling after that 11-yard gain from Don Jackson. So creative there. Don Jackson took the play action handoff to the left, fake handoff rolled out while Dane fake options back to his right, then throws it back to Don Jackson for a beautiful first down. This is really, really interesting stuff. Are you enjoying what this offense is doing, yeah. Luke? <laughs> Here's a normal handoff. This is to Sean Thomas Erlington, and he is just fine, if you're wondering. He invited the contact as he gets in across the 45-yard line, an 11-yard gain. It's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. We've been hearing a lot of that, Active Green and Ross, in this opening quarter. Average yards per play is way up for the Tiger Cats right now. I mean, they're they're 
not only no two and outs, they've barely had second downs, right? It's just yeah. been first down after first down. And you're right, Sean Thomas Early, Erlington ricocheted off a few tackles there to get to, to get the yards gained. All good things must come to an end. This will be the last play of the first quarter in all likelihood from the Toronto 34. It's a completed pass to Keandre Smith, his second CFL reception, and he'll be very close to a first down as well. That was a productive First quarter for the Tiger Cats. They're threatening for more points. They already lead the Argos 10-0 after a quarter at BMO Field. We'll be back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Number 45 in the rest of the Tiger Cats defense. Terrific in that opening quarter, keeping the Argonauts off the board. In fact, holding the Argos to just 16 net yards and one first down. The Tiger Cats, 11 first downs in the opening quarter, and Dane Evans, a quarterback keeper, to set up another first down to begin the second quarter. Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. 10-0, Tiger Cats lead, and they are looking at maybe some more points here from the Toronto 23. It's a handoff to Matthew Schiltz, and he will get... Uh, about two yards on that carry. So Schultz has been used as a receiver, and this time looked like a handoff. Yeah, and the uh, j just incredible first quarter there by the Ticats offense. They're leading in every category, you know, by a long shot. So we'll uh, we'll see if they can keep this drive going here uh, as they're as they're entering into score zone. All right, they they fooled me, Luke. It was Schultz lined up at quarterback. Dane Evans ran in front of him, and they did play action to Dane Evans, and Schultz kept the football for a two-yard gain. What will they do next? Dane Evans looking for the end zone. Stephen Dunbar was trying to get open, couldn't do it. It goes incomplete, and it'll be third and eight. Wow, it was Jake Burt. Number three, who's that fullback tight end position, entirely dropped. Every now and again, every, even professionals make mistakes, and he was all alone back there. But it only it only matters if, if the timing in the read is such that, that the quarterback can recognize it, and sometimes that's the way it goes. But uh, Jake Burt almost had a free one. This is another 28-yard field goal attempt for Seth Small. He's already hit one from 23 yards tonight. High snap, Matthew Schultz. We know he has good hands. He was able to grab that snap, get it in place, and Seth Small hits another field goal, and the Tiger Cats have scored points on every offensive possession so far. We're early in the second quarter, and it's 13-0 for the Tiger Cats. You're listening to the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Great to have you with us, RJ Broadhead, Luke Tasker. We're early in the second quarter at BMO Field. Tiger Cats are leading the Argos 13 to nothing. Argonauts offense has been quiet. One first down in the game. The Tiger Cats defense has come to play. Speedy B lined up to the right. It's another handoff to Andrew Harris, and there is nothing there. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage, possibly a loss. This Tiger Cats defensive line is a wall. Yep, they have found themselves. Mason Bennett in the mix, Simone Lawrence right in there, and Jovan Santos Knox, and yeah, no gain on the play. And boy, Ticats have scored every single drive they've had the ball tonight, and the Argos, this would be a, a, you know, a number of second and outs that they've had if the Ticats can this will be their third if the Ticats can stop them here. Second and 10, so second and long. Argonauts on their own 40-yard line. 
three, four receivers. Off to the right of McLeod Bethel Thompson. He looks left. He completes it to Tavares Daniels. And it is a 15-yard gain. They convert the second down and get themselves onto the Tiger Cats side of midfield. Just barely on the Tiger Cat 54. Yeah, really smooth route to McLeod Bethel Thompson's left. Just that little, little short corner route. Got good separation, keeps his feet in bounds by Daniels there. Daniels, only receiver on that boundary side. They really overloaded the field side. Here's a handoff to Andrew Harris, and this is a bigger game for him. Finally tackled by Siante Evans, a nine-yard carry for Harris. That looked like it was about to be a really big run. Andrew yes. Harris had a lot of space there to his right, but Siante Evans did a great job to shed his block downfield and lunge out to stop that, to stop that run, actually short of the first down, but really great open field tackle. Argos were in danger of another two and out. Now they're in Ticat territory, close to another first down. Harris a little stutter step as he gets to the line of scrimmage and his forward progress might have gotten him enough for the first down. Both of these teams have an average time of possession less than half. I mean, they're two worst. Exactly. They're the two last last place teams for keeping the ball in their possession. And the first quarter was way lopsided in, in the Ticats favor. And now this is really the first time we've seen the Toronto offense be able to string together a few first downs. And now they're moving into t uh, Hamilton territory. Speedy B on the field again. Just inside, way to get that in, that's important. We'll <laughs> see if he gets his first reception. Just inside the 45-yard line, fresh set of downs. It's Curly Gittins Jr. He has been the favorite target of McLeod Bethel Thompson this season. He catches the ball off to the right, goes out of bounds on that far sideline. Again, pretty close to a first down, nine-yard gain. Nice little wide receiver screen, and Curly Gittins Jr. is he's just hes one of the most impactful players uh, on the Argonauts, and he's... A really, really high catch percentage for the balls that get thrown his way. He's huge on second downs and a lot of yards after the catch there on that wide receiver screen. So they're going to say that was eight yards. So second and two from the Hamilton 36. Argonauts, this is their best drive of the game. Wow. Andrew Harris caught in the backfield by Micah Johnson. And it is a loss of one. So Micah Johnson couple of sacks last week. That's a big tackle on a tough running back to bring down. Huge tackle on second and two. Even a one yard gain there allows them to put their short yardage unit back out there. And Micah Johnson ensuring that that, that they're going to hold them to at most a field goal here. Just uh, take it takes everybody and somebody's got to make a play each drive. Great stop there by big number six. So Boris Beatty on the field for the first time. He's made 14 of 18 field goal attempts. This is from 44 yards. Beatty's kick, it is plenty of leg and it's good, it's through. So the Argos are on the board, still trailing the Tiger Cats by 10. Tiger Cats leading 13 to three. They've scored on every offensive possession so far and the Tiger Cats are getting the ball back when we come back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Pigskin Pete, Tiger Cats fans representing their team at BMO Field. Plenty of fans made the trip. 
just down the QEW. And so far, Tiger Cats fans are liking what they're seeing, Luke. Just under 10 minutes to go in the half, and it's 13-3 to for the Tiger Cats, and they've scored on every offensive possession so far. A lot of people getting the ball in their hand, too. We've seen everybody running the ball, a lot of receivers with receptions, and now Matt Schiltz is lined up at quarterback here. He is. Fakes a pitch. He's going to actually, yes, he did pitch it. They've got me a couple of times, this <laughs> offense. What are they going to do next? Tim White with his first touch, and he runs off to the right and will be close to a first down gain of six or seven. Yeah, smart move at the end of this by, by Tim White, too. He got the ball and kind of had to stop short uh, in the direction he was running, but just a really nifty way. He ducked his pads and springs forward for what, what was an extra, ended up being a yard and a half, and it makes a difference. Second and four is a lot better than second and six. You're just tuning in. Braylon Addison injured. He was taken off on a cart after a wonderful opening quarter. Matthew Schultz stays in a quarterback, and he throws to his left. Reaching for it was Mike Jones, but he couldn't call that one in, and it goes incomplete. And the Tiger Cats are going to have to punt yeah. for the first time tonight. Oof, d disappointing miss there. And, you know, it's interesting because you got Matt Schultz, who's not obviously taking all the reps, and that ball was to Mike Jones, who has been in Hamilton for three days. So yeah. you got to wonder, maybe there was a little bit of timing because the route was certainly there, and it was just a hitch right just past the sticks. But that's a miss there, and... Back to return here. Yes. Brandon Banks has not been used in the Argonauts offense so far, and there's 8.37 to go in the opening half. But he is back to return this Michael Damagala punt. Damagala steps up to his own 35 and just got that away. Pretty good kick. Brandon Banks right at the numbers inside his 20. Couple of stutter steps, and he only wound up with about a four-yard return. This great Ticat special teams were able to contain Brandon Banks. Lawrence Woods was sprinting down the field with some heat there and didn't end up making the tackle, but stopped Speedy B from, you know, setting a hard angle and a heart and a full sprint. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see how much we see 16 in, in the blue uh, out here tonight. And then also, of course, as, this, as these games progress, these back-to-back -to -back Toronto Hamilton games progress, what his involvement's going to be will be a storyline in itself. Speedy B wearing number 16. Is familiar number 16 with the Argos, leads the team in touchdowns. Are you surprised they haven't used him more, Luke? Yeah, and you know, it was the first quarter. They started off with him not in the game, and now he's been out here for a couple drives. He's, he remains on the field now at receiver. He is wide out to the field side. Play action from McLeod Bethel Thompson. He is going deep. He is targeting Speedy B. Richard Leonard went up, and... Siante Evans has the football, but it went incomplete. Richard Leonard was the one who knocked it away from Brandon Banks. So they finally target Speedy B, and they were going for a huge gain, but it didn't work against this tie catch defense. Yeah, and, and, and an interesting throw there. It was Markeith Ambles, number 17 for the Toronto Argonauts, was running his seam route, and he was ahead of Speedy, and so there was all kinds of tie cats back there. Not a great decision or a great direction for the ball to go, but... They're clearly going to try to get him the put the ball in his hands and give him a chance to make a play. Richard Leonard, Siante Evans, both right there, credited with a knockdown. Second and ten, Toronto on their own 23. McLeod Bethel Thompson under pressure. Dylan Wynn has him. Dylan Wynn brings him down. Second sack of the game for the Tiger Cats. Boy, they are all over the place. Just like last week, their first half at home against Montreal, it was the front four that dominated not just. They're, they didn't just do great there. They dominated the game. They controlled the flow of the game last week, and they've made a huge difference in this first quarter and a half tonight, too. 
Get in those arms of Dylan Wynn, and there's not much chance of escaping. So that pushes the Argonauts back another nine yards. And Haggerty standing on his own goal line. Take a couple of steps forward, and by the time he punts the football, he's at his own five, and it's a really good kick. Lawrence Woods pushed back to his own 30. He's up across the 40 right in the middle of the field, but the Argonauts are able to stop him just past the 40-yard line, maybe at the 43. Tiger Cats defense holding the Argos to just three points. It's a 13-3 lead for the Tiger Cats with 6.50 to go in the half. We'll be right back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats leading the Argonauts 13-3. RJ Bryden with Luke Tasker, 6.50 to go in the opening half. Raylan Addison is back on the sidelines for the Tiger Cats. The bad news is he's out of his equipment. He's on crutches, so... We'll wait and find out the full injury. Don Jackson, he's having a good game for the Tiger Cats. This is another big run, 11 yards. Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down, and Don Jackson keeps racking up the yards. Yeah, great play, full on run formation. I mean, the entire 12 of the Tiger Cats was tight into the box there and moving pieces behind the ball, and then Don Jackson burst out to the left. Great explosive run. And now you've got Jesse Gibbon back in the game, that sixth offensive lineman. They've got the big bodies uh, all in there. This offensive line, same as they had last week against Montreal. They protected Dane Evans well. Team rushed for over 100 yards. So far, so good. Dane Evans, plenty of time. He's going deep, and he had a receiver down there. It was Tim White, but just a little too far for White to catch up to, and it's incomplete. It was the right place to go with the ball. It was a long, long crossing route, like a deep arrow from Tim White from the left to the right, and he won the route. He had leverage, he was he, he, he had position on his defender, but Dane had to get rid of it just too quickly in order to get the ball off. You know, he had ru a rush coming and uh, just not enough time to set up and, and, and zero that throw into Tim White. That would have been a huge game. Second and 10 now for the Tiger Cats, right near midfield. They're on their own 54-yard line. Dane Evans in at quarterback again, plenty of time. Slings it off to the right. Mike Jones catches it, turns, and tries to get upfield. He is across the 50, a gain of seven. That's not going to be enough for the first down. Boy, Mike Jones has to knee on the field right now after that catch and reception. He's kind of stretching out. It looks like, I wonder if he got a lower body cramp somewhere but good reception and just too many jerseys around to be able to spring forward for that for the yards that he needed and he got it was kind of an awkward twisting yeah. twist at the tackle there there was five looks like uh toronto players right in mixed in on the tackle there and folded them up yeah like we that receiver receiving core is getting thinner and thinner and he he's he's clearly kind of working some of that pain off to that tackle he's moving around and sort of wincing um but you know he's going to have to take a take a, a rest there on the side. So, opening kickoff, Sean Thomas Erlington was injured. He was looked at a long time. The good news is he's been back in the game, appears to be fine. Braylon Addison, he was having a great game, 52 yards receiving, had one yard rushing, and he is now on the sidelines with crutches. Definitely won't return tonight. And now Mike Jones in his first game back with the Tiger Cats has had a productive evening so far. Three receptions, 30 yards. He's getting off under his own power, which is 
good news, but it's just another injury for the Tiger Cats. They do have to punt here. Michael Damagala on his own 47-yard line and back to return the kick. It looks like it's Speedy B back there again. He's standing on his own 10-yard line. Damagala, it's a low kick. It'll bounce at the 20. It's a high bounce, and Speedy B got up about to the 21-yard line before the Tiger Cats are able to bring him down. Stavros Katzentonis there, as was Sean Thomas Erlington. Yeah, good cover, and the, the punt game gets crucial. Neither team's running down the field. The Argos were able to flip it last time with a 53 net punt, and this one not, not quite as productive from Damagala and the, the Ticats punt unit. And the Argos, they kind of missed a chance to pin the Argos deep here, and they're, they're on their 21-yard line with a little breathing room. It is 13-3 for the Tiger Cats, getting close to the three-minute warning, four and a half minutes to go in the opening half. Tiger Cats were able to shut out the Argos in the opening quarter. Boris Beattie had to hit a 44-yard field goal for the only point so far. Andrew Harris runs off to the left. He's tracked down by Jovan Santos Knox, the leading tackler of the Tiger Cats, and he got just past the 25-yard line for a gain of four, maybe five. Been tough for Andrew Harris. 14 yards rushing on six carries so far tonight. Tiger Cats defense has been very good against the run this year. Second and five. Argos on their own 26. McLeod Bethel Thompson had trouble with the snap, and now he's just going to hold on to this football. Ted Laurent was right in the face of Bethel Thompson and Julian Hauser got over there to help Big Ted Laurent finish it off. Yep, one of the longest tenured players on the in the Ticats locker room and gets another one, third sack. I mean, they, they are just all over the place. And, you know, that was a, that was a loss of four there and to, to stop that drive. And McLeod Bethel Thompson is just, he, he's having real trouble getting any sort of rhythm offensively. They're taking their shots downfield, but really to no success. And when he sits in there too long, the Ticats rush is getting to him. Argos four two and outs so far in this opening half. Lawrence Wood stands in his own 35, runs a little bit to his right, cuts back to the left. Pretty good return. He's across midfield and very close to the Argonauts' 50-yard line. And we're at the three-minute warning in the opening half. Tiger Cats are going to have good field position. They already lead the Argos 13-3. We'll be back with the end of the half in mere moments. Stick around. You're listening to the Ticats Audio Network. I'd like to say hello to a few people who've been listening and emailed in. Bob Salverta in Toronto says he's a huge Ticats fan in enemy territory. Way to go, Bob. Shelley Firth in Quebec City and Mel Ryan in Windsor. Luke, he's, they've got a question for you. Your worst injury that you've mm. ever received. So the classic is the worst injury to have is the one that you got right now. <laughs> you know, because you just wish it was anything else. But Cerebral I, answer, Lila. Like, you I like that? that? Yeah. In my last year, though, I had... I had a broken pinky that was buddy taped with an elbow brace on the same hand and I was dealing with a hamstring and then re-hurt my hamstring. But you know what, the, if, I, if you want one injury, the yeah. worst one, a big toe. I had a really? bad big toe and you can't do, you feel like you can't even walk right. When that's that's got to be yeah, frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Dane Evans under center and he pitches it back to Don Jansen who gets across the 50 down to the 45, a gain of six yards for the Tiger Cats. 
Don Jackson heavily involved in this opening half. Yeah, he's been he's been an important part of of uh, the Ticats offensive effort. Matt Schiltz comes on the field now. Dane and Dane stays. I take it back. Sean Thomas Erlington. Okay, Schultz was out there. You're right, and then he sprinted off, and Sean Thomas Erlington came on. It's got to be a lot to figure out what the personnel is, and there's been some injuries too, so a lot of mixing and matching. Sean Thomas Erlington was lining up as a receiver. Now he's standing beside Dane Evans, who drops back to pass, throws off to his left, and that is way over the head of Stephen Dunbar Jr. It goes incomplete. There is a flag. Haven't been many flags in the game. And Andre Prue. Hamilton, number 50. That penalty is the climb. Third down. So that's the first penalty of the game. And it goes against the Tiger Cats. It'll be third and four from the Toronto 45-yard line. Yeah, declined. And Dane had to get the ball away. He was throwing a deep comeback to his left to Stephen Dunbar Jr., but not enough time. And a really strong rush there by the Argonauts. But you can see... You know, we had Don Jackson and Sean Thomas Erlington on the field. The personnel is getting jarred for the Ticats, and they're going to have to figure some things out with all these guys missing from the lineup. Michael Damagala standing at his own 50-yard line to punt the football. Brandon Banks inside his own 10, awaiting the kick from Damagala. He is letting the clock run down, gets the snap, and kicks the football. And that will bounce in the end zone. And Michael Damagala with the single adds another point for the Tiger Cats. It's now 14 to three with two minutes and three seconds to go in the opening half. That's tough for a, a punter, a fairly short field and yeah. that'll turn into a point for the Tiger Cats. And I think in this situation, you would certainly rather take the field position than the point. You know, I mean, it's there's not much time left on the clock, I suppose. So you could say, well, there's not enough time for them to drive down. But two minutes is everything still in the CFL. So every game's so close. You got to get the points. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this year it's new that they got the, you know, you start on the 40-yard line on any drive that is a single or if you elect to go to offense after a field goal. And so, boy, another another injured tie cat on the field. McLeod Bethel-Thompson completes it over the middle to Eric Rogers. Gets his first reception of the night. It is a first down right near midfield, just on the Ticats side. And Tunde Adelike and Jovan Santos knocks in on that tackle. Ticat training staff is just, they've been on the field, you know, four times in the first half here. Micah Johnson certainly is up quicker than the than the last injuries we've had to, we've had to see, but and he jogs off. Yeah. Under his own power, jogging yep. off, that's a good sign. So a minute 58 to go, opening half. Tiger Cats' defense has been very strong. Shut out the Argonauts in the opening quarter. Horace Beatty's hit a 44-yard field goal. That's the only points the Argos have. They are on the Tiger Cats' side of the field. On the Hamilton 54 with a fresh set of downs. Clock is running. One minute, 43 seconds. McLeod Bethel Thompson, line of motion out to the right. That's where he throws, and he completes the pass again to Eric Rogers. It'll be a gain of five. Rogers, big receiver, wore number eight last year, wearing number 24 for the Argos this year. He's had success against the Tiger Cats. Oh, yeah. We, we were, we, his name 
was brought up frequently in, last, in the four contests last year. McLeod Bethel Thompson, another pass. It's a low one, and it is caught by Markeith Ambles. That's seven yards. That'll be enough to move the sticks, and the Argonauts have something cooking inside the Hamilton 45 with a minute 28 to go. They're no huddle going to play quick. Three receivers off to the right for McLeod Bethel Thompson, but he looks left the whole time, and he's got a wide-open receiver. It's Tavares Daniels, and it's another first down for the Argonauts. All of a sudden, the Argos offense is clicking. Great job by Simone Lawrence there, back at his will position, and that will, will space this year on the CFL field is much larger with the tightened hashes, and he let Rodgers slip outside of him and then hugged the space in where, where that will's often getting wrapped. It was just actually Jamal Rode just, ha just happened to slip on this grass out there and opened up that comeback uh, to the far outside left, but Toronto's finding a way. McLeod Bethel-Thompson finally probably feels a little bit of a weight lifted off his shoulder for finally getting a few successful plays strung together. It's 14-3, Tiger Cats are leading. Argos onto the Hamilton 27-yard line. Another quick pass, and it's Harris out of the backfield who had to reach for that low pass, but he made the catch for a gain of four. Minute 12 to go in the opening half. Second and six from the Hamilton 23-yard line. McLeod Bethel Thompson takes the snap in the shotgun, throws over the middle, and Eric Rogers had it in his hands, but he couldn't hang on. Cariel Brooks was right there, ready to protect the end zone, but the ball went incomplete. Yeah, that's a that's a big miss there by Rogers. To, that would have been capitalizing on a really great drive they were piecing together, and probably wouldn't have scored with Cariel Brooks right there over the top of him. But it would have been a first down, and there's still time left on the clock. Fortunate and, for the Ticat defense. Yes, and Rogers tipped that ball up in the air. Yeah, always always dangerous. Yeah, huh? Argo's lucky no Tiger Cats were there. Boris Beatty, he's hit from 44 yards. Now a 30-yard field goal attempt and uh, snap the hold, the kick, it is good. So Beatty has accounted for all of the Argos' offense. It's still a 14-6 lead for Hamilton. And there's a little scrum at about the Tiger Cats 25-yard line, and there is a flag on the field. Yeah, we're going to start. So that's the first. This will certainly be you know, an after-the-play after the style penalty here, and it seems like it's going to be on, on Hamilton, but it's hard to say right now. But I think we're going to see some more, more of these start to build as the games progress, not only tonight, but as the next week start to progress. There's been yeah. a few little little scrums after, after the whistle tonight, but nothing, nothing terrible so far. Objectionable conduct. Throttle number 44, major foul, unnecessary roughness, Hamilton number 11. Both fouls are misconduct. We're going to go up five yards on the kickoff. So that's Brandon Calver of the Argos and Cam Kelly of the Tiger Cats. So those misconduct penalties, you don't want to get two of those. Five. They're going to go back five yards in the kickoff now. So I guess, well, whatever. One was levied more than the other, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little extra five yards there. Yeah. Were you ever involved in a four out of five games Never. against one team? I don't team? know if it's ever been done. I think the last, the, the last time uh, 
uh, or, or I should say, last year they played four times against, the, and that was in the 12-game season, which is super bizarre, but I only ever played three times in the regular season. So this is game one. They'll play each other in three of the next four games. Just under a minute to go, and here's a handoff to Don Jackson. Not a lot there, just a couple of yards on the ground for the Tiger Cats. And it'll be second and eight, 51 seconds on the clock. And this is a bit of an important second down here for the Tiger Cats. They definitely don't want to give the ball back to the Argos. Yeah, there's still time, 50 seconds left. If, if you have to punt here, there's time for McLeod Bethel Thompson to battle back into field goal range again. And it's second and pretty long, second and eight. Hamilton on their own 37-yard line. Dane Jackson, Dane Evans in at quarterback Don Jackson in as a blocker and the pass is complete to Stephen Dunbar Jr. but he is pushed back not much of a gain three yards it's not enough for a first down yeah you got to have that sense of awareness to, to catch that hitch route and just anything you can you have to go shoulders low upfield right away that's the only chance that you got there and Stephen Dunbar Jr. just caught it high and, and tried to wheel around back outside, but to, with, with nothing there. Have to punt it away here. 26 seconds left, though. They were able to at least take that clock out, and presumably uh, they're going to be able to they're going to be able to take this down almost to the end of the quarter uh, with this fourth down punt, third down punt, excuse me. Tiger Cats scored on their first three possessions. This is the fourth straight punt they've had after that. And Michael Damagala, the Argos are putting some heat on him. Just got that one off. It bounces at the 35, and Speedy B was back to try to return it, but it goes out of bounds, and there's zero on the clock. McLeod Bethel Thompson thinks there still might be some time. There is not. That's the end of the half, and the Tiger Cats, after that great start, Luke, uh, 14 to six lead in this football game. What are your thoughts? Yeah, just a really quiet second quarter, and that's uh, that's kind of telling of both of these teams' uh, uh, seasons so far. I mean, the Argonauts have had very, very poor first quarters. They did that again tonight. Uh, but they've been able to make some hay back in their second quarter as they did that. We'll see, and, and coming up is going to be the real test because neither team has had great success in the second half. The, the Argos were shut out last week uh, versus Ottawa, and Hamilton, I don't even know if we need to bring up the fourth quarters that have been, <laughs> uh, and we'll see how they how they can progress uh, through the rest of this game. Well, we'll bring it up in an hour or so when we when <laughs> yeah, we get there. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. <laughs> we'll see what drama unfolds. So at the half, the Tiger Cats have the lead at BMO Field. It's 14 to six. Tiger Cats at the half with Bubba O'Neill and Mike Daly is next on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. The Ticats Audio Network. Tiger Cats lead the Argonauts 14-6, almost set to begin the second half. R.J. Bridehead with Luke Tasker. The Tiger Cats in the previous two games didn't have any points in the first quarter. They had 13 tonight. They continue to have no turnovers in the second quarter all season long. And they've scored points in the second quarter in each of the last seven games, the only point they had tonight is a single from Michael Damagala, but it is a point. And it's 
An eight-point lead for the Tiger Cats. No surprise, it's a close game. And Boris Beattie kicks off. Lawrence Woods picks it up at his own 10, runs right along the numbers, gets across the 30, and the Argonauts tackle him there after a 20-yard return. So the Tiger Cats begin the second half with the ball, Luke. Yep, decent, decent return there by Lawrence Woods. <clears throat> Just past the 30-yard line, and yeah, you kind of kind of missed the rhythm from that first quarter as that half ended it was sort of just quiet and dull uh, but the Ticats are dealing with some adversities in the injury yeah in injuries right I mean we've seen so many guys go down and now Mike Jones we're waiting to see if he's going to make a reappearance in the second half here not so far DeAndre Smith little uh confusion with the Tiger Cats he's in there going out wide and the pass from Dane Evans goes to Sean Thomas Erlington but there was a flag and a whistle before that was complete it's gonna be a false start on Hamilton and right off the bat and this is this is where these injuries are are, are gonna start Procedure. Hamilton number 50 five-yard penalty still first down so that came from the offensive line uh but you're right, Keandre Smith, who's sort of filling in, and it's gonna, he's going to have to, mentally, he's, the burden is on him because he's got to know a lot of different positions. And now you see some things happening, like Jake Burt, yes. sort of that tight end fullback, is way out wide. And he's way offside. He's, he's lined up a yard offside and another flag. So he Fourth. called it, Luke, the, the malfunction with the injuries and some players playing in different positions, back-to-back -back plays in the second half and back-to-back -back penalties. Jake that wasn't Burt. close. He was, he was he lined up three yards across the line of scrimmage. He, he was... Offside, Hamilton, number three. He, that penalty he was clearly lining up to make a block down. for a wide receiver screen and wasn't even... He was looking at the defense, like looking at who he was going to block, and he totally... So that would be a foreign spot for him. Yeah, he was out in space and didn't know what to yeah. do there a little bit, but that's not exactly what you want to see. I mean, no. that's that's two penalties back-to-back -to, -back to start off uh, this, the second half here. Well, yeah, yeah, that is probably a preventable penalty. So, it's now second and 12. Hamilton on their own 30, trying to get things in order here. A 14-6 lead, and the pass goes out to the left to Don Jackson, who's had his best game as a Tiger Cat, and this is another big gain. He's up close to the 50-yard line, and the Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. How about that? I mean, two totally unproductive plays and mental errors to start off the drive, and then Don Jackson, who's having his best game of the season, and it's not even close, comes in with a reception out of the backfield for a huge gain to keep the drive alive. I mean, that's, that's you know, RJ, that's a really that's a really good thing to see from this Ticat offense because early in this yes. season they were not able to overcome things like penalties and things like turnovers and to keep this drive going huge for this for Dane Evans offense yeah second and 12 and they get 18 yards that's much better here's a handoff to Don Jackson why not keep it in his hands and he is battling for yards three Argos finally slow his forward progress that was a hard fought five yards for Don Jackson Coulter Wood Manzi, the right guard for the Ticats. Yeah, it was in that position where he recognized Don Jackson's momentum stopped and just he was able to help help with a two and a half more yards by just pushing all the mass of, of bodies that was stuck in the middle there. Doing his job. Offensive line helping out. Early second half. Tiger Cats lead the Argonauts 14-6. First possession of the second half. 
A lot of injuries to the Tiger Cats. Mike Jones is out, won't return. Braylon Addison is out, won't return. Here's another completion, and it's to Keandre Smith along that far sideline. He battles inside the 40. It's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. I really like what he did when he caught that ball. He kind of caught it past the, he already had first down yardage, and it wouldn't have been you know, totally strange if he would have just ran out of bounds, but he caught the ball and plants, planted both his feet and then split the defenders. I mean, he got really five more yards on that than you, than you could have realistically expected him to. One of only a few rookies for the Tiger Cats, Keandre Smith will see lots of action in this second half. Dane Evans throws again. Lamar Durant, his first catch is a Tiger Cat. He's inside the 35, and a pretty good gain again for the Tiger Cats. Wow. One thing to keep an eye on tonight is how many receptions you have by national players for the Ticats. I mean, Keandre Smith, Durant, you had Mike Jones, Sean Thomas Erlington. I mean, there is a lot of guys making plays out there tonight and doing everything that they're asked to do in unusual positions now with all these injuries. And you did cover all the Canadians. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Toronto. 32 is where the Tiger Cats are on this second and three. It's a handoff to Don Jenks, and he goes straight ahead, and he's going to be very close to the first down. We'll see where they spot this football. Don Jackson pretty animated after that. Makes one believe that he might be slightly short. And it looks like Andre Prue is indicating maybe about four inches short of the first down. You'd think they would bring the sticks out to measure that. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really crazy close, but we'll have short yardage here on the field. Dane staying in. So Dane goes in under center. This is not even a yard. It's just a few inches, and Evans able to get that handily. It is a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. I like that short yardage there. You see how quickly they snap the ball? Yeah. Dane is the last guy to get set. I mean, the last guy to put his hands under center and immediately the ball is snapped. I think it's a good move. Any, any little, any extra split second you can get by surprise means can mean the difference in that situation. We've seen a lot of turnovers on downs this year. I think it's been more than than normal. And, uh, you know, it's a that all, every offensive line is going to pride themselves on making sure they get every one of those if they can. Hamilton, first drive of the second half. They're up to the Toronto 28. Fresh set of downs. Dane Jackson passing again. Off to the right. It is complete. Keandre Smith, he's been a big part of this drive. And he ran laterally through the middle. Broke a couple of tackles. Does get the first down. Presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Opportunity has opened up for Keandre Smith. And he is taking advantage of it. Yeah, rookie from Guelph, and on this drive specifically, a couple really nice plays and broke a couple tackles there, got the first. Tiger Cats into the red zone now on the Toronto 16. Dane Evans under pressure, lofts it up, looking for the end zone and looking for his favorite end zone target, Stephen Dunbar Jr., but they don't connect this time. That was a little hitch and go there. Really, like a, he wheeled out of it, uh, Stephen Dunbar Jr. It was a nice double move, but Dana, again, kind of having to release it before he's able to, to get a great target set downfield. Tim White also uh, busted open there, and that's been, I think we're going to have to see Tim White become a little bit more involved in this game with everything going on in the receiver category. He's a guy who they're going to have to uh, get find a way to get the ball. Two receptions in each of the last two games for Tim White. Has not been involved much in the offense tonight either. 
Dane Evans, he's got time, stays in the pocket, throws to the end zone! And that was again targeted for Stephen Dunbar Jr. Broken up by the leading tackler of the Argos, Winton McManus. So that'll bring Seth Small on for another field goal attempt. Kind of a mismatch there. You got Stephen Dunbar Jr. on the Will linebacker, but it's really, really good coverage there by McManus. And, and you know, you could, he kind of was hands in the face there, but but he got he was able to touch the football in its flight. And just an impressive job. And there's not that much space back there. Stephen Dunbar was approaching the end line. But almost disappointing to see this one end in a field goal. I mean, that was a really impressive offensive drive. Yes, but it does and a pretty quiet run for the Tiger Cats where they had four straight punts. Seth Small, 22-yard field goal attempt. He's been successful from 28 yards twice tonight, and he is three for three, and that adds three more points for the Tiger Cats and increases their lead to 11. It's a two-possession game. We're still early in the third quarter. Tiger Cats lead the Argonauts 17-6. We'll be right back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats score early in the second half, making it a 17-6 lead. At BMO Field, a hot, humid evening. This is for first place in the East Division. Argos already have three wins. Tiger Cats trying to get to three wins and trying for their first winning streak of the season. Trying to make it back-to-back -back wins for the first time. Defense has been good. McLeod, Bethel, Thompson testing them. And this is a big completion to Cam Phillips well into Tiger Cat territory inside, well, almost to the 20. Looks like they're going to spot him at the 21-yard line. 46-yard gain for the Argonauts. Yeah, great throw and catch. He ran a seam route. And Richard Leonard stayed low at his halfback position, and and they just perfectly split that open space in the secondary. And not even a, I mean, you know, it's kind of not even like a, a great throw, but it's one of those cases where you you know you never overthrow an open receiver, <laughs> and then he was wide open. Wide open, no Tiger catch near him, and the Argos looking for their first major of the game. Eight minutes to go, third quarter. Handoff goes to Andrew Harris. He spins. And gets a solid gain before Kariel Brooks is able to bring him down. Really savvy run there. That's Andrew Harris. He's just, just so smart, such a vet. And he actually breaks through that line of scrimmage and then pauses for a second and lets a few blocks develop and then bursts again and uh, almost broke what was a shoelace tackle there, but just really smart running. Midway through the third quarter, Tiger Cats lead 17 to 6. But the Argos are inside the Tiger Cat 15 on the Hamilton 13-yard line. It's second and two. Fake handoff to Curly Gittens Jr. Mason Bennett almost had Bethel Thompson. He gets away, and it's a touchdown for the Argonauts. Cam Phillips, who had the big reception earlier, finishes it off. And the Argonauts get their first touchdown of the game in the third quarter. And it is now 17-12 with the convert coming up for Toronto. Mason Bennett misses his opportunity to get that sack, which would have been a big, big loss. But Cloud Bethel Thompson was way deep in the backfield at that time. The, great, the, the dangerous thing, when you miss that sack back there and you're outside of the pocket, it's even it doubles, it doubles how bad that is for your defense because there's already so much time has happened. And so the wide receivers are naturally breaking away from the coverage because everything breaks down after some time. So really great job by number four there. 
Cloud Bethel Thompson to, to stay on his feet and then get his eyes back to the end zone. Argonauts are going to go for two, try to make it a three-point game. They are one for one this season on two-point converts. McLeod Bethel Thompson, screen pass, Andrew Harris, he's into the end zone. Argonauts successful on the two-point convert, and all of a sudden, it's just a three-point lead for the Tiger Cats. Argonauts get their first touchdown of the game. They finish it off with a two-point convert, and they're in business here in the second half. Yeah, we'll see what happens now. Now we have a little bit of an offensive back and forth, and the Ticats with a really, really great drive down the field that ended in a field goal, and then the Argos come right back with a great pass play down that seam, and here we go, RJ. We're, we got a good yep. one lined up. Yep, it's a close game. Three-point lead for the Tiger Cats. You're listening to the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Well, so great to get those emails. Find out where you're listening from. Hello to Mark Tice, plotting in Clearwater County, Alberta. Sean and Lisa McKay, they're in Listowel. And happy 85th birthday to Wanda Colarts. She's in her kitchen. She listens to every game in Burlington. Thank you so much for listening, Wanda. And be sure to email us. Tell us where you're listening in. You can email us at gameday at ticats.ca. This is uh, always a fun part of the broadcast to see where our listeners from and we yeah. do appreciate you tuning into the Ticats Audio Network. Yeah, it's been a cool part of this year's broadcast and there's listeners all over the place and, and it's been uh, been a cool to, cool to see people uh, email us in and let us know. It's been fun. And we get lots of emails when the Tiger Cats get big leads saying, you know, I wish they'd let the other team come back to, to make it interesting and <laughs> make it a nail biter at the end. So compassionate. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not getting those emails, but the games are always nail biters, it seems, and here we are. Tiger Cats got off to a pretty good lead, 13 points in the opening quarter, scored on their first three drives, but here we are in the third quarter now. And it's 17-14. Lawrence Woods, he's hit hard as he gets across the 20-yard line. Hit by Jack Kassar. So Dane Evans and the Tiger Cats offense, which is banged up. Braylon Addison, he's injured earlier in the game. He's on crutches. Mike Jones won't return. We will take another break with the... Tiger Cats leading 17 to 14. We'll be right back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats about uh, to go on offense at BMO Field. RJ Bridehead, Luke Tanker with you. Six minutes, 40 seconds to go in the third quarter. Dane Evans, he has both Don Jackson, Sean Thomas Erlington out there flanking him, and he hands off to Sean Thomas Erlington, who runs to his left, gets close to the 30-yard line on a five-yard run. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, good, hard run, and they needed it. it they, they, the Argos brought a rush, and uh, STE gets bounced out to his left, but he, you can see how he battles back uphill. He battles to get his shoulders square to the field and then ducks underneath that last hit for a great six-yard gain, hard-earned. Argonauts have the momentum coming off their first touchdown. They're trailing the Tiger Cats by three. It's a big second down here for the Tiger Cats. Second and five from their own 29-yard line, overloading the right side. Four receivers. Dane Evans stays in the pocket. Stephen Dunbar Jr. cutting across the middle, and he'll get past the 35-yard line. It is a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. That was a big second down conversion there, RJ, really big. And that was Stephen Dunbar Jr. coming across the field on a drag route. You know, you know it, I can't help but say it, it, you got to start thinking ball security here. And that was a little bit loose in the in the in his arms as he was carrying that. And this would be a 
critical error to turn the ball over at this field position and at this time in the game. Well, it has happened, and you have to know the Tiger Cats are reminding each other of it. Now up to their own 37. This one dumped off to Don Jackson. A stutter step as he heads to his right. Wow. Breaks a tackle and drags an Argo defender almost to the 45-yard line. Another hard-fought run from Don Jackson. Yeah, that was Royce Mechie, the free safety there, and it was huge because that contact was made just past the, 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 the line of scrimmage there, and it ended up being a seven-yard gain for Don Jackson. He's just he, This is the impact we've kind of been waiting to see him make on the game, and tonight he's been huge for how this game has progressed and, and, and the offensive production. Don Jackson has the Tiger Cats only touchdown of the game. 49 yards on the ground. 51 yards receiving. Another handoff. This is to Don Jackson again. He makes a couple of moves, but does not get much. They needed three for the first down. Looks like he only got one. So they'll be a couple of yards short. And Michael Domagala and the punt team come on for the Tiger Cats. This area right here, punt coverage, they have been good, and like we've mentioned, it was a it was a weak point against Montreal. This punt right here, they need to capitalize and make McLeod Bethel Thompson run a long field after this play. Michael Domagala standing on his own 30-yard line. Brandon Banks back to return this kick. And he drifts up to the 30s outside the numbers. Makes one move. He'll be just short of the 40-yard line. Brandon Banks has not been used on offense for the Argos. Has not had a reception, but he's been returning kicks. We'll take a break. Tiger Cats are leading 17-14 to 14 late in the third quarter. We'll be back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. This week on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. I kind of like it just in the sense of, again, I'm not a coach either, but when you're throwing something a little bit different at a defense and if you're not expecting it, maybe they're planning for Dane um, and then you have a Matthew Schultz come in and you know he's more of a runner and maybe that kind of messes up the defense. But I also kind of like that Tommy Condell, I think, has been the only offensive coordinator this year to have the two quarterbacks on the field with that new rule. That's Christina Constable of CFL.ca, part of a great discussion on the dual quarterback situation the Ticats have used even tonight on the CFL this week with host Bubba O'Neill. Every Tuesday, a new roundtable joins them on the Ticats Audio Network, and both Evans and Schultz have seen action. Schultz is one for two. Dane Evans, 19 for 27, 226 yards. Schultz, by the way, also has a reception. Here's a handoff to Andrew Harris, and Ted Laurent is out to limit that to a gain of five yards straight up the middle. Yeah, great great stop there by Teddy in the middle, and the, the Argos were up to their almost their 40-yard line after this, and the, the Ticats have a net punt tonight of 30 yards, and they came into this game at last in the league with an average net punt of 34 yards. I mean, it's, been, it's an issue that they've got to get right. They're, they're, they're losing that valuable yardage at the drive start for their opponents, and it's showing up here. McLeod Bethel Thompson, tons of space here to go. Second and five from oh. their own 44, and Cariel Brooks very nearly picked it off. Wow. Or Jamal Roll. Yeah, it was Jamal Roll. And he stepped in front of Brandon Banks. It, it looked like his, I thought for sure, it looked like it was going to be an interception right in Jamal Roll's face mask, but his hands got tangled up, I think, with Speedy B, and Boy, great, great coverage by 25 there and at a crucial moment here to get the, to stop that offensive momentum for the Argos. Big stop by the defense. They've done it all year for the Tiger Cats. John Haggerty on to punt. 
A high kick. It bounces, and Lawrence Woods picks it up at his own goal line, and he's forced out of bounds at the three, maybe four-yard line. Wow. We'll see where they officially spot it, but it's horrible field position horrible. for the Tiger Cats. Horrible is right. I mean, that that right there, RJ, is a 60-some yard net punt. And the Argos, we just talked about Hamilton's net punt. The Argos came in second to last in the league in, in net punt, and they've been struggling with that too, but tonight tonight they've been winning that battle for sure, and boy, the Ticats are right back with their, one of the, the goalposts is in the huddle almost, you know, they're right back in their own end with 108 yards to drive down the field, so challenging, and right now, you know, you cannot, we can't give up a sack, you can't turn the ball over, you you need to get one first down. That's what you're focusing on. And if you do that, this drive is is a success. There's just so much field to go, and you got to get a little space for yourself before you can really open up your offensive call sheet. 65-yard punt from Haggerty, three-yard return from Woods. Tiger Cats will start from their own three, and another Tiger Cat is injured. The injuries just keep happening. This is Bailey Feltmate, who's been another important player on special teams. They've already lost Curtis Newton and Nick Cross, and Feltmate, always a big contributor on special teams, and he's getting looked at now. Yep, he's tied for the team lead in, in special teams tackles, and he's one of those guys who gets called on for every single special teams unit to go out there and make a difference, and Boy, this this game has gone wrong in the injury department for Boy. the Ticats. They're, you know, they're they're going to have to reevaluate some position groups after uh, this game as, as they go into the second effort against Toronto next week. And you know, you hope he's walking off with some help from the training staff. But who's to say what, what that'll uh, look like tomorrow morning? And that's when you start. That's when you can really tell. You know, with injuries. Natural <laughs> grass. I don't know. It just you're seeing more injuries here it's for the Tiger Cats than we normally have. It's a good good call. I mean, you certainly think that with Bray Madison's, you know, the the, the sort of unfamiliar uh, surface, and it was a, it was kind of he was alone in space when his apparently really bad injury took place. Um, we we did get news that uh, Mike Jones has a rib injury that he's that he's out with for the time being. Huge drive about to start for the Tiger Cats. Dane Evans in his own end zone, a couple of yards deep. It's a fake handoff to Sean Thomas Erlington, and the pass is made to Don Jackson. So the two running backs out there, and Don Jackson will take this up to about the 10-yard line, six-yard gain, and gives the Tiger Cats a bit of breathing room, but they have to move the sticks and get a lot more breathing room. Winton McMahon is in on a very, very hard tackle on Don Jackson, but that's a productive first down, and, and they've got a chance here to move these sticks, and it would be valuable because they have to at least flip the field here uh, in this what's left in this quarter. A lot of injuries for the Tiger Cats offense. Couple of starting receivers out. Jones and Addison not returning. Second and three. Tiger Cats on their own 10. The Evans pass is knocked down by Dwayne Hendricks. Batted it out of the air on the defensive line and the Tiger Cats will have to punt from their end zone. You'd have to think Domagal will be a yard or two deep in his own end zone. You think they'll give up a safety or try to kick this, Luke? Yeah, you've got a three-point game and it's, you're also, as the Ticats, you're kind of thinking, you almost wish they gave up the single on the punt from Toronto four, four plays ago. We'll see what happens. So Domagala lined up on the line of scrimmage on the right. 
And then he runs back to his hunting position and gets the snap and takes a knee. Usually it's Tunde Adelike who's going to run around in the end zone. And so maybe Dalagala was thinking that Tunde was going to take that. But yeah, you got to do that. So, but it's so unfortunate. You give up the two-point safety when you could have just as easily given up the single three plays before. Yes. And then start had that drive start on the 40-yard line. Hmm. And you got to – you never – we don't know the intricacies with the team if, if Lawrence Woods has the ability to make that decision or if they told him what to do. Uh, you also – it was also a booming 65-yard punt. Right. So there may not have been a, t a discussion of it because they didn't expect the punt to go that deep. And we'll see what happens here. But now the now the uh, Argos are going to get their their uh, chance with the ball. That penalty's the crime. Okay. So Andre Prue, that was. A penalty on Hamilton that was declined. Hamilton now leads the game late in the third quarter, 17 to 16. The only point the Tiger Cats scored in the second quarter was on a punt from Michael Damagala, and that is their lead right now. It's one point, minute 44 to go in the third quarter. Started the second half with a lead. They were up 14 to 6. They've been outscored 10-3 in the third quarter. And the Argos are on offense again. McLeod Bethel Thompson hands off to Andrew Harris. Makes a quick move at the line of scrimmage. Tries to cut into the middle. Simone Lawrence part of the tackle to bring down Harris after a three-yard gain. Harris nine carries up to 35 yards. Tiger Cats defense has done a pretty good job on Harris. Under a minute to go in the third quarter. It's second and six. Argos on their own 44-yard line. Four receivers to the left, and that's where McLeod Bethel Thompson throws. And he completes it to Cam Phillips. He's across the 50, close to midfield. It's an Argonauts first down. Forty seconds, the clock is running. Cam Phillips has the touchdown for the Argonauts. And it looks like McLeod Bethel Thompson has found a favorite target. Phillips up to 85 yards receiving. So fresh set of downs right near midfield. Argos on their own 54. McLeod Bethel Thompson empty backfield throws. This will be close to a first down as well. Eric Rogers makes the catch. Looks like he'll be just slightly short with a nine-yard reception. Yeah, it's nice that <clears throat> Jovan Santos Knox gets pulled out of the middle of that linebacking court to follow the fullback out to the flat. And that's twice we've seen just that little inside curl route right 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 off the edge of the linebackers box there get connected for the Toronto. Last play of the third quarter. McLeod Bethel Thompson wow. second and in inches and he came under center. Cam <clears throat> Kelly was right there. Dylan Wynn, Julian Hauser, Micah Johnson, and he only needed inches, and that's all he got. But Andre Prue indicates it is a first down. Barely. But that is it for three quarters of play. The Argonauts are up to the Hamilton 45-yard line as they'll begin the 
fourth quarter from there, and they are just a point behind the Tiger Cats. Another entertaining fourth quarter is on the way. Stick around. It's 17 to 16. Tiger Cats leading at BMO Field. This is the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Dane Evans, 20 for 29 tonight. 233 yards, a touchdown. No turnovers. Fourth quarter, and it is close. 17 to 16 for the Tiger Cats. Tiger Cats started this game scoring on their first three possessions, but it has been a little bit dry after that. However, they have had some major injuries on offense. McLeod Bethel Thompson, he'll begin the fourth quarter with a quarterback keeper. And he rumbles forward, and he'll be very close to another first down as the Argonauts are getting into a position where they could put more points on the board and get their first lead of the game. Yeah, the momentum's been all theirs, and that, that 230 yards passing for Dane, most of that came in the first quarter. And it was really, it's been a lopsided story where the Ticats really controlled all offensive uh, stat lines for the first quarter, and now, and since, McLeod Bethel Thompson's uh, had a head of steam going, and they're well into uh, Ticats territory now. 146 of those 233 yards passing for Dane Evans came in the first quarter. McLeod Bethel Thompson, second and two, lofts one off to the left, hoping to connect with Markeith Ambles, and it's just out of his reach, incomplete, and that'll bring a third and two from the Hamilton 37-yard line. Okay, Boris Beatty's coming on the field, and that's a that's a good stop for the for the Hamilton defense to force this field goal attempt. And you got you got to think the Tie Cats may need that defensive rush to have have some more impact in the game and they they have had a couple sacks tonight and a, and a lot of pressure and they they need to keep their steam going and th this team is starting to rely on that production from that front rush it's a long field goal attempt here for Beatty. he's two for two in the game he's hit from 44 yards and 30 yards this is another 44 yard attempt and the kick is way left it goes way left he's Missed it. It's a single, so it ties the game at 17. But the Argos do not lead and have not led so far tonight. The snap rolled back there uh, into the hold. And it's amazing that they were able to even get it down and give Beattie a chance. But that timing, that interrupted timing throws off a kicker. That's really hard to reset your, your rhythm and your steps towards the ball. But really just lucky for the Argos that they didn't get that blocked or sometimes that turns into a shanked kick, right? Yeah. <laughs> but tied game, that's all. That's even more interesting than the make field goal now. <laughs> we got 17-17 <laughs> to start the fourth. Oh, yeah. Well, we kind of knew it would be close. Yeah, here we go. Can't get any closer than a tie early fourth quarter. Dane Evans has Don Jackson to his right, but he's going to pass. Throws up the middle. It's complete to Lamar Durant, who will be close to the 45-yard line. Looks like a gain of about six yards. Yeah, good catch and secured that in traffic over the middle. And it's good to see Lamar Durant starting to become, you know, involved and get targeted in a few receptions here. And uh, they're gonna they're gonna have to keep that those six-yard receptions, you know, as must-haves here to keep the momentum going in their favor. Favor. Tim White with just one catch so far tonight. Dane Evans, pump fake, throws down the right sideline. Keandre Smith in double coverage goes up to try to bring it down and cannot. He was down at the Toronto 25. It would have been a big gain. Smith looked for flags. There aren't any. 
So the Tiger Cats are going to punt the ball back to Toronto. Mm. It's a good shot downfield. I mean, I it was it was tight coverage, but Keandre Smith certainly had the best chance to make a play on it. And it really looked like he was going to pull that in. That would have been a big reception for, for a young receiver who didn't expect to be playing much receiver tonight. But Damagala's got to got to be able to get some get some yards on this kick here. It's been a struggle tonight. Second straight, two and out for the Tiger Cats. Fourth of the game. It's blocked. The Argonauts have blocked it, and they are close to picking up this football. They do, and it is a touchdown. Picked up by Benoit Marion the second-year player out of Montreal. And after a block punt, it turns into a touchdown for the Argonauts, and now they do lead for the first time in this game early in the fourth quarter. Nothing changes the momentum of a football game like a blocked punt, and especially when they return it for a touchdown. Boy, that 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 is a huge, huge play by the Toronto Argonauts special teams unit, and we were, we were already talking about the deficiencies in the, in the punt game tonight and that boy you'd, you'd rather have a 25 yard net punt than a block than a block yeah. punt. you know that is a really really game-changing moment there and he came right up the middle there it was a really well well-timed uh, rush from that punt return unit Trevor Hoyt had the block Benoit Marion the touchdown and the Argos have been very close to blocking a few of the Michael Domagala right. punts. And it they has finally... been close tonight. You're absolutely right. And that one was that one was a sure thing. He was yeah. he was through with plenty of time and space to, to make that block. So the Argonauts, Boris Beattie comes onto the field for the 32-yard convert attempt. Trying to increase this to a seven-point lead. Beattie this time is right down the middle. It is a successful convert and the Argonauts with the special teams touchdown after the block punt. Benoit Marion brings it into the end zone and Toronto leads for the first time tonight. It's 24 to 17 for the Argonauts. We'll be back on the Ticats Audio Network. At BMO Field, a hot, humid night. 11 minutes, 59 seconds to go in the game. And the Argonauts lead for the first time. 24 to 17. They blocked a Michael Damagala punt and took it to the end zone. Lawrence Woods on the kickoff return. He's upended head over feet as he gets across the 25-yard line. The Tiger Cats have been outscored in the second half tonight, 18 to 3. Boy, there I think it's Jake Burt down on the field, and they're called they're they're calling for the training staff quickly. The injuries for the Tiger Cats he's really, tonight. He's really hurting. Boy, th this is brutal. And he was right at the mo at the impact where that Lawrence Woods got kind of his legs. It's not Jake Burt. I'm sorry. I... Yeah, it's hard to see right now. The training staff is around the Tiger Cat player who's down. But you're right, Luke. Jake Burt did just jog off the field. So we can't tell which Tiger Cat is, is down, but they're – a little bit of a frantic uh, nature ar around him and uh, incredible coverage by the Argos after after this everything has been going their way for the past quarter or more of this game and huge huge great coverage here with a, with a tie cats are going to start right at their 25 yard line and there's there's 
six uh, professionals out there look, looking after this injured player. And I'm sorry, we can't, we can't, they're so crowded, we can't see who it is. Coach O is out there again. And it's the third time Coach O has, has come out. There's been some serious injuries. Sean Thomas Erlington on the opening kickoff. He did return to the game. Braylon Addison, a leg injury of some sort. He had to leave the game, was on crutches. And now, early in the fourth quarter, another Tiger Cat just outside the Tiger Cat's 20-yard line, right at the numbers on the near side. So Lawrence Woods on the return. And it was blockers in front of him. Yeah, it was Anthony Federico, and you could see it. It, Lawrence Woods kind of was exploded at the top. I mean, he was kind of really got his legs swept right out from under him, and it was the back of Anthony's head that did that. And you can you can just see. I mean, he, he just got really really jarred. And, and I'm thinking, you know, they're they're taking a good look at his at his head and his uh, and his you know uh, they're they're taking their being very delicate with him on the field just to be as careful as they possibly can. So Federico number. 91 of the Tiger Cats is down on the field. He's being looked at from the training staff. We will take a break and be back. It's 24-17. Argos leading in the fourth quarter. This is the Ticats Audio Network. This week on the Ticats Audio Network. That's something that's interesting that people wouldn't understand is that players that you go to in that situation, they're not tough catches because the expectation level is high. And that's just what it is, you know. For some people, they may be, but I would say that for, like, people like yourselves and even twos and those guys, mm -hmm. um, there's just certain guys that it doesn't matter if the ball's low. You just flip your window and you make it. It doesn't matter if the ball's high. It's, it's all opportunity. And I think that's something that's kind of hard to explain. That's Coach O on what's involved in a tough catch. Mentions you, Luke, and Andy this week on the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker on the Ticats Audio Network. Update you on Anthony Federico. He was groggy, got up, and walked off the field under his own power. So that's good news. Seventh injury for the Tiger Cats. Dane Evans throws to his right. It's caught by Stephen Dunbar Jr. and got about half the distance the Tiger Cats need for the first down. And he is right at the 30-yard line of the Tiger Cats. Good play call there. It's just been such a disrupted 30 minutes, really, of football for the Ticats offense. And that's a call right there. Dane Evans just really quick the ball out of his hands. And Stephen Dunbar Jr. with a strong catch right on the money. And he gets half of that first down distance. And they just got to get, they got to keep the ball in their hands right now and keep that Toronto offense off the field. Three receivers to the right, and Sean Thomas Erlington peels off to the right as well. He gets the pass. He catches it 13 yards. Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down, and they needed that. Boy, there, there's been seven injuries tonight for the yeah. Tiger Cats. Seven. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it's a lot, and it's been and it's been some of a lot of them have they've really had to take some attention on the field. It's good to see Sean Thomas Erlington making that first down. He was the first of all those injuries, and he's back and being productive on the field. Empty backfield for Dane Evans. Short pass, completes it to Stephen Dunbar Jr., and he won't get much, if anything. Might have been a loss of one. Yeah, tough. That was a wide receiver screen to the short side of the field. That was Dane's right. It's just one of those times, and I remember 
running these screams, both both getting the ball and being the blockers, where it's like there's just it feels like there's a hundred guys over there with you to that short side. And great job by the Toronto defense, you know, really rushing, suffocating that that uh, that ball over there to the to their boundary. Under 10 minutes to go in the game, second and 10 for the Tiger Cats from their own 43-yard line. They trail the Argos 24 to 17. Dane Evans back to pass. Looks down the middle. Nobody there. Has to check it down to Don Jackson. And he is caught by. It looks like Sean Ray caught him. Or maybe Sean Oakman. And it will be another punting situation for the Tiger Cats. Tighten batting down the hatches. You've got to you've got to push this ball down the field with this kick. And Kind of a disappointing drive in there. That was that was a three-man rush from Toronto, and I thought Dane might have a chance to keep his eyes downfield a little longer. Here's the kick. Bounces just in front of Brandon Banks. Cuts to his left. Now wants to go back to his right and might have lost a little bit on that return. So good coverage and some flags fly late. Yep, this is this is what they needed right here, meaning Hamilton. This is gonna be a after the whistle foul from Toronto, it's going to push them back. And Hamilton kind of needs all the help they can get, including penalties like this. So we'll await the call from Andre Prue. And they're discussing it, so maybe there could be stuff that I didn't yeah. see either. I mean, there, there was an Argo down. It looked like Malik Carney got kind of flipped over way late. And yeah, they're marching yeah, back toward the right. Argo goal line here. This is this is time for that front four to make to make an impact in this in the fourth quarter of this game, like they did there at this. Two fouls on the play. Major foul, unnecessary roughness, number 44, Toronto. That that is his second misconduct foul. He's disqualified from the game. Major foul, unnecessary roughness, Hamilton. I didn't catch a number yep. there for the well, Tigers. Well, it looks there. like they're offsetting. That ball is right where Speedy B got tackled. On Hamilton, it was number 93, also a misconduct foul. So that's Carney, his first. But out of the game is Brandon Calver, the linebacker from Wilfred Laurier. Yeah, a little extra by both guys there, and and kind of surprised at the misconduct calls. You know, I mean, Calver has to leave the stadium. He's jogging off to the tunnel right now. You know, it wasn't wasn't really over the top like that. But there you go. That's what the rules are now. Hand off to Andrew Harris. So you said the front four had to come up big. Mason Bennett in there, a little help from Simone Lawrence. Jovan Santos Knox, they helped out, and it's a loss on that carry from Andrew Harris. Boy, that, that's exactly what they needed, exactly what they needed. You can't let Trevor Harris, you know, eat this clock away and slowly, slowly bleed out those first downs down the field. You're going to have to, you're making McLeod Bethel Thompson make a throw a strike down the field, and now it's the secondary's turn to come up big. Uh, for the Ticats. Second and 11 here for the Argonauts from their own 19. McLeod Bethel Thompson wants to pass. Throws over the middle and reaching up was Cam Phillips. It was in his hands for a second. Jamal Roll threw a big hit and he couldn't come up with a reception. It goes incomplete and the Argos will have to punt from deep in their own end. You know, winning teams when the offense can't, can't, can't find their rhythm and get rolling and the defense can come up big, that's a huge 
huge second and out way back in Toronto's territory and it's now it's the turn for Lawrence Woods can he pop an explosive return right now because there is no better time to do it than right now <laughs> you're right timing is the key John Haggerty he's had some booming punts for the Argos standing on his own five he'll want one here Haggerty's kick pretty good one that'll send Woods back to his own 30 but he's got some space Goes up the middle, breaks a couple of tackles. He's across the 50. The ball's loose. The ball's popped loose. Mason Bennett dives, and I think he's come up with it. I think the Tiger Cats got this football back, and they did. Woods was hit hard. He fumbled, but Bennett was right there to pick up the fumble. The Tiger Cats keep possession of the ball, and they will be... On the Argo side of the field to begin this drive. Tiger Cats need points. It's the fourth quarter. They trail 24 to 17. This is the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Just under eight minutes to go in the game. Tiger Cats trail the Argonauts 24 to 17. RJ Bryden and Luke Tasker with you. Best starting field position of the night for the Tiger Cats. Starting from the Argos 50 yard line. Dane Evans had an empty backfield. Don Jackson ran up to the line. Now he's right to the right of Dane Evans. And Evans has backpedaled all the way to his own 50. Now back up to midfield. He's looking deep, and it's bobbled and goes incomplete. Wow. He was targeting Tim White on the second for the third time tonight. Tim White, it's been a quiet night for him, but this one goes incomplete. Yeah, I like, I like the play call there and Dane Evans had so much time and he stayed patient and kept his eyes downfield kept his eyes downfield it was they had six offensive linemen in the game but yeah I was wondering that Luke it is a bit early isn't it coach O has been very good on these defensive pass interference challenges he's Three for four this year in challenges, and this is huge. We got to see a replay, and it did yeah. look like there was some contact before the football got there. And I, I, I get the no call on the field because it's almost it's bang bang, but yeah, he, this is gonna this is gonna be called, and it's it's Mechie, this free safety for Toronto that gets that arm in just before the ball get, get arrives. And then also his his helmet was turned towards Tim White and not After towards review, the ball. There was defensive pass interference by Toronto. The ball will be placed at the 12 yard line. Automatic first down Hamilton. How many times in the victories has Coach O saved things with a challenge? He's now four for five on the season. This is massive. Would have been huge. Second and ten near midfield. And now the ball's on the Argos' 12-yard line. Yeah, they're gonna—they're driving right down there now, and it's, you know, you, you take anything you get. If it's a big play or a penalty, it's, it's yardage is yardage. And so here, here they go with a, with a great opportunity. Coach O, a great challenge. Dane Evans under center, and he'll pitch it back to Don Jackson. It looked like he was thinking of throwing the football, decides to tuck it, and there wasn't anything there. The ball's come loose late. Dwayne Hendricks, big number 99 for the Argos, picked it up, but the play was finished. Yeah, they were setting setting up 
something uh, you know different there, and they've now they've lost some yardage. Still not, still not. It's you know, it's second and 13 on the 15. So I always, I always love this this opportunity here as an offense where you can still gain that first down close to the goal yes. line. You know, you'd rather be in first and 10 on the 11 than first and goal on the nine. Almost, you know, you, yeah. you, get, you get some more, you get a few more chances. Uh, if you can just get down there close. Well, this is big. There's under six and a half minutes to go. Tiger Cats are down by seven points. Second and 13. Dane Evans throws to the right. It is complete to Don Jackson. He'll go out of bounds at the 10-yard line. That's not enough for the first down. 6.18 left on the game clock, and that's a lot of time, as every CFL fan knows. But they're... Figuring out here what they're what they're gonna do. There we go. The offense was staying out for a while. I think they wanted to stay out and go for it. You get down to the opposition's 10-yard line, you want to get that touchdown, but Tiger Cats are trailing. He said over six minutes, Luke. That is a ton of time. Seth Small comes on. He's been perfect in this game, three for three, and this is a short field goal for him. And he's good. So Seth Small, four for four in the game, and it's now a four-point lead for the Argos. 24 to 20, they lead the Tiger Cats with six minutes and seven seconds to go, which is in eternity in the CFL. I keep on going back to this to the CFL. Now, you know, this drive starts going to be on the 40-yard line for Toronto, and it, that feels way out in, into, middle, into middle field. You know, you don't have a very long field to go with that kind of uh, drive start. And I don't know, I'm just kind of surprised we're not seeing teams go for that third down down there. And, you know, worst case, you know, worst case scenario, well, not worst case scenario, but, you know, if you don't score the touchdown, you, you think you hit them deep at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's always the great debate in, in football. Is it the, the right call? Yeah, of course. There's so a thousand decisions have to be made every single game, and yes. you know it's just it's just an incredible uh, strategic thing for coaches as well, especially into the fourth quarter as you start dealing with all the different factors that are going on. We know that the Tiger Cats have a lot of confidence in their defense, and uh, first pass from McLeod, Bethel Thompson on first down goes incomplete, so it's second and ten. Argos on their own 40. Five minutes, 40 seconds to go in the game. The clock is running. Motion to the right of McLeod Bethel Thompson. Throwing over the middle. It's a low pass. Tavares Daniels got down low to make the catch, and he had just enough for the first down. So the Argos do convert that second and 10. Just over five minutes to go. The clock is running. Argos getting close to midfield. They're on their 51-yard line now. McLeod Bethel Thompson has passed for 185 yards and a touchdown. This is a handoff to Andrew Harris. Gets to the line of scrimmage and spins. And then Julian Hauser wasn't going to let him go any further and got a little help from a few of the other Tiger Cats to limit that gain. Yeah, good stop there. And you think Andrew Harris so many times, so often is able to fall forward, you know, when he gets caught up like that, and that's two more yards. But that tie cat front four did st stood him up and, and and pushed him backwards, and this is a big second down, six yards to go. Tiger Cats fans at BMO Field trying to get loud. Hot, humid night in Toronto. Four minutes, 25 seconds to go. The clock is running. Four point lead for the Argos. It's second and seven. 
Bethel Thompson under pressure, and he completes the pass to Brandon Banks. That's his first catch of the night against his former team, and it's an important one. It's a first down for the Argonauts. It takes them into Ty Cats territory on the Hamilton 41. Yeah, that's that's that that's playing with that new expanded boundary side, and Simone Lawrence, the will, has to cover so much space and gets drawn in on a little slant route from the slot receiver and Speedy B is kind of able to just really easily just curl up there at the first down marker and boy, gotta put a stop to this drive here. Getting close to the three minute warning, play action, Bethel Thompson rolls to his right, throws, and it is caught just in front of Richard Leonard. Daniels again, and the Argonauts get another first down. They're into the red zone. It's just outside the 10-yard line on the Hamilton 11. Re really interesting throw and catch. I mean, McLeod Bethel Thompson just put that into a space. He just put it into an area, and Daniels completely breaks off his route and throws the hand on, you know, throws Richard Leonard past. It was a, it was, it was that was totally backyard, just pitch and catch, but a huge gain. Three minutes and two seconds. And there's a stoppage here, assuming it's a, well, it's a challenge. So the Argos are leading 24 to 20, and Coach O is challenged again. Challenging the ruling in the field, they believe that was offensive pass interference by the number 80. So it's just what we were talking about. The ball, at, at, so the ball's in the air, and Daniels sees that it's thrown way short, not not in any relation to his route, it's just thrown into this space there. So anything, any contact after that would be considered pass interference by one side or the other. Boy, I, I just don't know. It's it's so early in the ball flight, and it's and it's, I think it's probably not gonna go in Hamilton's favor if I had to say. There is a little push. Looks like Leonard might have slipped. <laughs> I can say, if this was me playing wide receiver, I'd be very disappointed if this gets turned into <laughs> offensive pass interference. I mean, maybe it's going to be, it's, it depends what this crew is going to think of that hand contact. Sometimes you can see when a wide receiver pushes off in the back of a defender, you know, that, that defender's head kind of jars back and it looks, it kind of looks more obvious. There's not really that reaction from Richard Leonard. I mean, it's much more subtle, much, much more subtle. Hmm. Uh, and I actually, I mean, I, I, I kind of have to give it to McLeod Bethel Thompson who to put the ball in that space and to trust Daniels to be able to see that and break off the route. I'll be interested to see how what the crew, how the crew interprets this. Yes, there was, it appeared a bit of a push from Daniels on Leonard. Kojo one for one in the game on challenges. Here's the call. The ruling on the field stands. So, Tiger Cats trail by four. That costs them a timeout, and the play stands. It was not offensive pass interference. Do you like the taking the chance? Yeah, you might as well at this point. If there was any, if there was any thought by by someone in the Tiger Cat booth that it might work, you might as well go for it. You don't know if you're going to get another chance. To, you don't know if you're going to get another questionable call to challenge, and and, and if there's a chance you take it first and 10 from the Hamilton 11 handoff 
goes to Harris, and that is Dylan Wynn. He got a grip on Harris and wrestled him to the ground. Don't think he got any gain. He did. He made that tackle while he was lying flat on his back. <laughs> Dylan Wynn so strong. That was important. It'll be second down for the Argos when we come back from the Hamilton 11. It's a three-minute warning, 2.41 to go. Tiger Cats trail the Argonauts 24-20. to We'll be back at the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Big finish. Argos did not lead in this football game until early in the fourth quarter. They now have a four-point lead. It's 24-20. to There's two minutes and 41 seconds to go. And the Argonauts are second and 10 from the Hamilton 11-yard line. McLeod Bethel-Thompson in the shotgun. Empty backfield. Looks to his left. Under pressure. Throws to his left. And it's incomplete. Cam Phillips could not catch up to it. And it will be the field goal team with Boris Beattie coming on. He's two for three in the game. Argonauts up by four. This is to put them up by seven. Great coverage. Richard Leonard there. It was cover zero. Tunde Adelike adds into the blitz. Everybody's chasing after McLeod Bethel Thompson, but it wasn't the rush. I mean, he had time to make that throw, and Richard Leonard just was in, a great, in great coverage deep in the corner of the end zone. Short field goal attempt here for Boris Beattie. 18-yard attempt. He's hit from 44 and 30, also missed from 44. Just an 18-yarder for Beattie. The kick is up, and no problem. The Argos kicker kicks his third field goal of the game. And it's a seven-point lead for Toronto with 2.25 to go, which is a lot of time for the Tiger Cats. Yep, and they'll they'll uh, uh, be forced to, to get the return here since we're in the last three minutes. And uh, they got to make some hay. You got to see Lawrence Woods get some of this yardage gained right off the bat. You know, something about the, the, the Toronto offense and McLeod Bethel-Thompson, they've just had answers for him down the field in the last couple drives. I mean, they haven't had to force anything. They've taken a lot of that, un, you know, those passes under 10 yards, and they've been able to control the second half of this game. And it's really a, it's a, that's a great turning point for Toronto. They've had, they had a miserable second half uh, in their last, in their loss to uh, Ottawa, and they've, they've been in the driver's seat uh, in, in this second half. It is time for Dane Evans and this offensive unit to to handle these last two minutes and make it the best the best drives of the game. They really have not had to they've they haven't strung any success together or any rhythm since the first quarter. Really. Yeah, it's been it's been quiet for the Tiger Cats. They led 14 to six at the half. The Argos out, outscored the Tiger Cats 21 to six in the second half. You gotta. It's a seven point lead for Toronto. You gotta think. I mean. The, they're kind of shaken with this, with the injuries. They've had a lot of yes. them, and you can tell there's some, you know, a lack of, of maybe some rhythm with some of these key guys out, particularly Braylon, Braylon Addison and Mike Jones. It's an uncontrollable circumstance, Coach O would say. So the kickoff, Lawrence Woods picks it up at his own 15, runs a bit to his right, now close to the numbers, and he is tackled. It's a good tackle, just outside the 30-yard line. Daniel, Daniel Adebaboye makes the special teams tackle for the Argos and gets congratulated on that Toronto sideline. And he should, man. That was a great tackle. He came through and, and shed blocks that were right in his face and, and 
regained his balance and made the tackle at the 30-yard line. Really tough drive start average uh, tonight for the Ticats. Tiger Cats offense, it is banged up. A lot of injuries, but they have to make something happen. Starting from their own 30. Two minutes and 20 seconds to go. They trail by seven. Empty backfield for Dane Evans. Has some time. Throws over the middle. It's out of the reach of Stephen Dunbar Jr. It's incomplete. Brings up a second and ten now. I like that there's a little outlaw uh, concept to Dane Evans' right. That's a little five-yard Oscar, and then behind it is like a ten-yard dig coming in, but just really well played by Deshaun Amos, the, the halfback for the Argonauts, and, and not really a great direction for Dane to be throwing that ball. I mean, they covered that down pretty well on both routes. Second and ten. Two minutes, 15 seconds to go. Big second down for the Tiger Cats, still from their own 30. Dane Evans will be passing again, taking lots of time, has good protection. It's a short pass, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Sean Thomas Erlington made the catch, but the leading tackler of the Argos, Winton McManus, right there. And it will be third and 10, and it looks like the Tiger Cats are going for it, Luke. Yep, third, and we got another injured tie Cat on the field here. Sean Thomas Erlington was the one who made the catch and he was injured on the opening kickoff. He's down again with two minutes and eight seconds to go. These injuries for the Tiger Cats, it's, it's been hard to believe how many they've had. This is number eight, the second time Sean Thomas Erlington has been banged up. So it's Jake Burt is coming onto the field for the Tiger Cats. Well, of course, we're going to have to see what they do in reaction to Sean Thomas Erlington not being able to take part in this next play, even if he's okay. They, so, you know, third and ten, what do you call? I mean, it seems to me like they might be bringing these big bodies in and are going to beef up the protection and try to get some, 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 uh, some downfield routes developed. We'll see. I mean, it's been a really, really difficult second half, and R.J., They've they've all we we they, Ticats have only known difficult second halves this year. It just has not <laughs> it, it just has yeah. not been uh, a, a great great uh, ability to produce and, and, and gain yardage, and it's hard to hard to pin down a great reason for that. But they, but um, two minutes left, they've got to find some momentum here. Well, Luke, it's been hard to believe in the fourth quarter and overtime this year. Tiger Cats have been outscored 80 to 26. Two minutes and eight seconds to go. It's a third and 10 coming up for the Tiger Cats. Leading receiver for the Tiger Cats tonight has been Don Jackson. He's also been their leading rusher. Tim White only has one reception. Dane Evans back to pass, has to roll to his right, has Don Jackson to his right, but throws over the middle. He was looking for Jake Bird. It's picked off by Chris Edwards. The 20, the 15, the 10. It is a touchdown. Chris Edwards, the pick six for Toronto with a minute 48 to go. Wow. Well, I mean, Dane did a great job of escaping the pocket there, but, you know, it really, it was an errant ball. He was throwing back across his body, and it feels like, this is really interesting, RJ, it feels like a time where, you know, it's time to force something, and you have to stay alive and make it happen, but there's two minutes left. Yeah. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta not make that crucial error even at this point in the game, because that pick six right there is putting it, you know, somewhat out of reach here for the Tiger Cats. Eleventh interception thrown by the Tiger Cats this season. 
27th turnover and the fourth quarter turnovers that turn into points continue to haunt the Tiger Cats. Horace Beatty coming on for the convert and it's good. So now that is 61, 60 points on the nose off of turnovers. The opponents have scored in the fourth quarter alone on the Tiger Cats. And all of a sudden, this is a 14-point lead for Toronto. 14-point lead, less than two minutes left, and another another CFL game where that where the team that looks looking like they're going to be the winning team is going to is come comes back from behind, you know, and they had yeah. to battle their way back into it. We've seen a lot of that this season, which is great for the league. I mean, it's an incredible incredible uh, game, and uh, Toronto did an incredible job of battling back in this uh, in this second half here. They really played well uh, as the game progressed. They were shut out for three straight quarters going back to their previous game against Ottawa. Shut out in the third and fourth quarter. Tiger Cats shut them out in the first quarter. And it was 14 to six for the Tiger Cats at the half. And it's now 34 to 20 with a minute 48 to go. So a two touchdown lead for the Argos. This is the first of four meetings in five games for these two teams. The turnovers uh, have been an issue for the Ticats all season, though it's gotten much better as the year has gone on. But they are negative negative 13 in the turnover ratio at this at this point here, and that is last in the league. And though it's gotten better, that was it's the timing sometimes of, of a turnover and of, of a big play, and that was a really really poor time. Kickoff from the Argos and. It goes into the end zone. It'll be another point for Toronto. No, it's not. They added a point, but they quickly took it away. So, right, uh, it didn't touch a Hamilton player right. to get to, to get the single. So the ball, it was an incredible uh, kickoff there by Boris Beatty, though it did travel out of the end zone untouched. So there's a minute 44 to go. Tiger Cats will begin from their own 25-yard line, down by 14 points. Argos hadn't led until early in the fourth quarter. Dane Evans, back to pass, looks to his left, looking for Stephen Dunbar Jr., has to jump up to make the catch, and he does. It's a great catch by Stephen Dunbar inside the Toronto 50. It's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Lining up quick for another play, and we've seen Stephen Dunbar get a few chances, but yeah, you, you, you got to find a way to get the ball into his hands. He's the leader. He's the reception's leader for the team. And That is a great catch by Stephen Dunbar. He's got a highlight reel going, but the Tiger Cats need a lot more, and time is not on their side. Dane Evans, quick pass. It's intended for Jake Burt, but it's incomplete. Yeah, that's you know Jake Burt's not not a not a true route runner, and maybe a little miscommunication because that ball was a little too quick and well behind him on a short little Oscar route there. Yeah, wow, incredible job by Steve Dunbar on that last catch. We're taking another look at it. He's got a an Argonaut hand right in the mix there, and he, and he finds a way to pull it in. Second and ten here, but good to see these big plays still being made. 
Hamilton on the Toronto 48-yard line. Dane Evans has to pass under pressure. He's going to have to keep, and he's tracked down from behind. He'll be very close to the first down. Sean Oakman was the one who brought down Dane Evans. Three down territory here for the Tiger Cats anyway with a minute 19 and down by 14. Looks like they're a couple of yards short, maybe three yards short of the first down marker. They're on the Toronto 41. It's third and three. Hamilton has to go for it. Dane Evans throws, and he intended it for Stephen Dunbar, Jr. It's incomplete, and the Tiger Cats turn the ball over on downs with a minute nine to go. Yeah, again, not really in a catchable area. It looked like Dane was expecting the slant, and Stephen Dunbar, uh, you know, read, hitched up there on the outside to the corner, and minute, minute, minute and nine seconds left, and, you know, two scores needed still so you know McLeod Bethel Thompson you got to hand it to him I mean he really controlled this second half and and, and put together uh, an impressive uh, an impressive back-to-back -back drives scoring on multiple drives in a row I mean really they just turned it around and uh, they're gonna have to get ready to face this exact same team next uh, next yep. week and it's uh, a lot of work to be done McLeod Bethel Thompson had only 89 yards passing in the opening half there's a flag on the field. Too many men in the formation by Toronto. This is a five-yard penalty. Still first down. So to finish the McLeod Bethel Thompson, 89 yards passing in the opening half, 141 yards passing in the second half. And the second half continues to be a mystery for the Tiger Cats. They've been outscored in the second half, 28 to 6. The handoff goes to Andrew Harris, and this is one of his better runs of the game. The Argos were pushed back with that penalty. Well, winds up being about a 9 or 10-yard gain. Still be short of the first down, and Harris looks like He's injured, gripping his left wrist as he heads to the Argos sideline. Both of these teams go head-to-head -head again next Friday, and the injury report will be a big story this coming up week. Who's in, who's out? Physical game tonight. 48 seconds, clock is running. It's second and six. Argos on their own 45. A.J. Olette. Gets his first carry, and he barrels his way across the 50 near midfield. It is an Argos first down. Yeah, wow. Great run. You know, just as you're thinking, the Ticats might have a chance to get the ball back here, and he, that, he busted out. A, came in for the for Andrew Harris, who's walking off holding his wrist and just you know cracks off a 10-yard first <laughs> down. An impressive uh, job by the next man in. A.J. Olat, he was effective for the Argos last season when they had some injuries at running back and with 26 seconds on the clock McLeod Bethel Thompson under center and he's going to take a knee and this highly anticipated battle between the two rivals the Argonauts and the Tiger Cats is going to go in favor of the Argos thanks to a strong second half from the double blue where they outscored the Tiger Cats 28 to 6. It was a great start for Hamilton. They scored on their first three possessions. 
But the second half has been a real troubling factor in the Tiger Cats games this season. This one is over as McLeod Bethel Thompson takes another knee. The Argos improved to four and three. They're alone in first place in the East Division. Time now for the Access Storage recap of the game. Score a touchdown with affordable storage. Access Storage has flexible storage solutions at a store near you. Try four weeks free. Details at accessstorage.ca. Luke, what went wrong for the Tiger Cats after a pretty good first half? Well, um, you got to we can put it in the control wars, controllables and uncontrollables too. I mean, you can't ignore the injuries and the into some really crucial players, notably Braylon Addison and then Mike Jones, new to the Tie Cats, but had three receptions early on and at big moments, and then he had to leave the game as well. And that that's hard. You got guys moving everywhere, getting called on to do different things. Uh, you, you know, the rhythm with Dane and Matt Schultz uh, not able to stay consistent there and so you gotta you know that's a lot that's a lot to overcome uh, you know for, for in one football game and uh, we'll see how things shake down with that but apart from the injuries too you just had a real lack of an ability to execute and push the ball downfield particularly in the second half for the offense uh, for the Ticats you know defensively I, I would love to see this talented Ticat secondary take a little bit more space out. You know, I think I think that we saw so many. Uh, you know, easy is not the right word to use here. I mean, it's professional football, but but what what appears to be you know, easy completions underneath that 10-yard mark for McLeod Bethel Thompson. And I think you need to see. I think we're going to see a little bit more of an aggressive uh, uh, play by this Ticat secondary, who is I think one of the best in the league. Um, but it's all all around. I mean, you saw. Uh, that second half, the Ticats lost that on all three phases, offensive, defensive, and special teams. You have a blocked punt deep in your own territory for yeah. the touchdown. That is, a, that is a nail in the coffin, and it is one of the most pinna you know, pinnacle plays in, in the in, across the board that can happen in a football game is a blocked punt. It just it changes everything, both emotionally and as well as the field position and the scoring. I mean, it's just an unbelievable moment and a great job by the uh, Argos uh, special teams unit to make that happen. And then an interception for a touchdown by Chris Edwards. The Argos outscore the Tiger Cats in the fourth quarter, 18 to three tonight. Overall in the fourth quarter, Tiger Cats have been outscored 98 to 29 this season. Tiger Cats have alternated wins and losses over their last five games but are yet to string together back-to-back -to -back wins this season and the Argos take game one of this very important stretch of the season. Tiger Cats fall to two and six after losing to Toronto 34 to 20. Tiger Cats postgame with Bubba O'Neill and Mike Daly is coming up next for our executive producer Peter McEwen, our technical operator Michael Steyer, our statistician Greg Hood, and for Luke Tasker, I'm RJ Bradhead. Thanks for listening to Hamilton Tiger Cats football on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats Audio Network.